Hey, sorry for being late today. Um, but we're gonna get into this Sumer versus um Kim and stuff. Hey, sorry for being late today. Um, nobody like Garfield ain't going live today. All right. Peace and love to everybody in the chat. Um, yeah, I noticed I just got a notifications too. So that's what's up. Um, just to let everybody know, I'm starting a, a text blast. So Aneta has one. I have one. If you're really interested um, in being a part of what Dagger Squad is doing as far as for the community and everything, it's, also, it's very good. To, to get involved with a text blast so that we could keep the, the, the family up to date on news and what's going on, all right? My personal goal is to get at least 5,000 people. So Aneta's goal is bigger than mine, of course. He, you know, 20, 30,000 would be a good goal for him. Um, what's up, Amir? You watching boxing? My son is fascinated with Mike Tyson working out the whole this new boxing video. He's fascinated by that. So you see Mika put it in the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, all you're going to do is put that number in your phone. Like a regular phone number, 818-818. And then you're going to text the words dagger. And you're going to join the list. You're going to get a text saying, welcome to dagger squad. That's basically giving us permission to send you texts, and um, you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be happy because for those who are into credit, those who are into real estate, mortgages, drop shipping, yeah, African science, yes, my brother. All right, and if you want to be on Sonetta's text blast list, just text the number Sonetta to the same number. All right, but. We're going to be promoting that. And um, I think tonight is going to be a good topic. I'm actually scared because I've never really seen Ngozi debate. And I know the tricks that 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 um, Zion Lex plays. He's a trickster debater. And he's going there to win. Okay, I got you. I got you, brother. Yeah, we should reword it, Mika. Text the word dagger to 81818 to join the dagger squad text blast. We probably should reword it. Thank you, African Science. That makes sense. Text dagger, the word dagger. <laughs> I don't know because... Sonetta came on the phone the other day while they were alive and said, remember, this is all love. And whenever he says that, that means there's probably something prior happened. Papi, can you keep it down for me, please? So I'm not familiar with Ngozi's debates, but I've seen... Um, mm -mm, use this one. 
What? What happened to this phone? Boy, when you're five year old, know for maneuver your cell phone, it's a hell of a thing. Know your password and everything. We'll have to change passwords on all my phones. All right. So, Zanlex versus Ngozi. What do you guys think about this debate? I'm going to play. Um, hmm. No, I'm not sending out any text blast yet. Not until we get a substantial amount. I'm not going to send it out yet. So once I get to like a thousand, then you're going to start getting updates on, on, on real estate, mortgages, um, what's going on in the community, how to get some of these SBA monies, credit repair, boosting your credit up. I, I'm, I'm all for progressing, man, because I could come on here. I could come on here and say, and talk about people and what young Pharaoh is not doing, but what about what we are doing? And whatever we're doing is better than what they're doing. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Lord Abba and Reggie was pretty good. And um, I don't know. Anybody wants a link? Because I, I wanna I wanna debate. I wanna play, I wanna play, I wanna play Zion today. I wanna be on Zion's team today. Okay. All right, thank you. Yes, your party, yeah. Anybody want to come in the, in, in, in the panel today? I'm here. Throw this in the garbage for me, please. Yeah. You're done? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah anybody want to come on the panel today and um, have a conversation about this? It would be, it would be good. Text the word dagger to 818-818 to join the text blast. All right. Nez King, how are you, my brother? Pure black, you're funny. All right. So let's have a conversation right now. And I know Zion's going to be watching because he's going to want to get ideas how to beat Yakub, a.k.a. the mad scientist, a.k.a. Ngozi from Team Osiris. You see, I've never really seen Ngozi debate. So I can't say they're debating on what, who had a better civilization. No, which civilization started first? But Ngozi can't go zero to 100. He can't allow that brother to get him off his square because that's his plan. All right? Now, I'm going to go to an old video that I made. Anybody who wants to come on the panel, by the way, let me know so I could just include you on the panel while we're having this conversation. 
Again, text the word DAGGER to 818-818 to be in the text blast. Let me see how, let me, let me log in and see how we're doing with that, by the way, too. Log in. Let me log in and see how many names are ready in the e-blast. Oh, man, Sonata is bubbling right now. Sonata is bubbling. We're almost at 200. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're trying to do is Sonetta is going to have his own text blast. Garfield is going to have his own text blast. If you want to be in, in Sonetta's text blast, you text the, the word Sonetta to the same number. I'm saying text Dagger to be in mind. I want to get, I'm almost at 200, and it's just been two days we advertising. So this is the third day. So if you want to be in the text blast, text, text Dagger, the word Dagger to 818818. And once you do that, then you'll be in our text blast. What's going to happen is once we get up to 5,000 or once I get up to 1,000, I could give everybody updates on my book. If you want to get into real estate, if you're trying to buy a house, I got my mortgage folks. I got, um, if you're trying to get credit repair, y'all know I deal with that. If you're trying to boost your credit, y'all know I deal with all of that. If you're trying to um, purchase a home fastly, I'll tell you how to get trade lines and all that stuff. So it's important that you join the club that Dagger Squad is doing. And um, it's very important. Very, 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 very important that we both, we all try to get a part of uh, the text blast because now we, if, if somebody needs some sort of training, whether it's CPR, whether it's um, first aid, whether it's credit repair, whether it's real estate, whether it's government contracting, whether it's drop shipping, whether it's um, um, funding, you're trying to get funding for your business. There's a lot of things that's going on that you need to be a part of. All right. All right. So now let's, um, man, if there's something that I, I could, um, let me try and see here. I'm going to try to find this video real quick. All right. Hold on one second, family. Sonata, listen, remember this, Sonata. When Shaka almost made that video, you said, Garfield, man, I don't know how you're going to come back from this, bro. Right. And I said to you, Sonata, just send me the original video. Let me take a look at this video. I looked at the video. I looked at, I went to Gary Shaw's book about the, the wars. I knew he was BSing when he said that by, by, by Herodotus said, and I realized where he made his error. And there's a reason why, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to be cocky. There's a reason why Shaka will not respond to what I said. Mm. Because Herodotus, um, Herodotus can be used. I did say that we shouldn't use Herodotus, but we got to be careful. I don't think he went to Egypt. 
And that's the problem. What he did was there were some Persian kings around at the time when he was writing. So he wanted to prop up Egypt. So what he did is say, Sesostorus did this and did that. But Sesostorus didn't do none of the stuff he did. He just made it up. And what Shaka did, he read what Herodotus wrote out of context and thought he actually literally knew this for a fact, that he went up into the Baltic region and all that stuff. Sesostorus didn't do none of that. If he did, he would have documented it because who documented better than the Egyptians? Nobody did. It's still on the walls. We brag about it every day. So I am pro-Egypt, but I'm not pro-misinformation Egypt. And that's where me and Jabari going to bump heads because, listen, man, if you're going to say the first shoes was in Egypt and the first pants was in Egypt, the first hoodie was in, the first jacket is in Egypt, I'm not going to argue with you about your love for Egypt because there's no greater civilization ever on earth than Egypt. Why do you think the people misunderstand you? And they are now making claims that you are anti-Kemet. You know, it's crazy because, um, oh, I got to respond to um, Zion too about the me saying Suma is first. We got to talk okay. about that. Um, let me just say this. When Zion made a video about Kemet and about Sumerian being first, the reason why Zion could have beat anybody in the community, because nobody ever really studied Sumer but Zion. Zion been doing this from the 90s family as a kid. <laughs> the dude got Suma unlocked. That's right. Rate the youth. Rate him for that. What may I tell you straight up? He influenced me and me and Rawborn, and we bought over 12 books, family, and we went in them books, and we studied our call of scholars about the trade. This guy wrote a book, Mesopotamian Egypt trade, and I called him up, and I said, what's this? We need to, where you got this from? We was talking to scholars, Zion don't know how deep we went to research his claims. But what we found out is that most of his claims came from a book that he never even put in the back of his book, L.A. Waddell's book. That's yeah, where you so, got so all of that So now you do agree with Zion as hold, far as... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish this point. Now, when I was beating up on Zion, I was all, everybody loved Goffy, right? Mm -hmm. Because, oh, he pro-Egypt, he defending Egypt. But now because me and Jabari have a conversation, I still love Egypt. I still think it's one of the best places, if not the best place ever as a civilization. I don't think anybody could top it. So was Zion right about Suma versus Kemet? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I never once said that. What I, what I said to you is that the watch that we wear right. come from Suma, Suma, so don't act like the point Where I'm making. Where is Suma today? Where would Suma be Suma today? would be um, Iraq. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Iraq. And by the way... Salam Hussein said he was modern-day Nebuchadnezzar. A lot of people don't know that. He mm. used to say that he's modern-day Nebuchadnezzar. So you see, when we look at Iraq now and we look at Egypt today, we don't even want to connect to none of them. But the truth of the matter is most of the stuff but, hold on, come from hold both on. places. Suma would be considered Iraq today. Mm -hmm. Who were the people mm -hmm. of Suma at that time? Were they of African descent people? Who were there's they? A, all right. There's a there's an um, argument now by my brother Asari Motep that these people were Bantu speakers. Oh, they come out of Africa, right? Mm -hmm. Now he used some scholars that agree with him. I'm not saying that he's incorrect. I'm not saying that he's right. I would have to look at it and read it and evaluate it, check it out before I draw a judgment. Now Garfield, on the other hand, I don't mind somebody saying that the people of Suma come from Egypt. I, I don't mind. It sounds good. It would make me feel good to know that. But based on what 
science says right now, those people, I don't think they're connected to um, Egypt. It's possible they could be a different people. It could come from straight from Africa. They could come from further up north. I don't know. There's a lot of different arguments out there. But I'll say this. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think those people are, are African. I don't think they are. Who, the Sumerians? Yeah, I don't think they are. So what, what people I, would they I, be, I, brother? I, I don't think they are, bro. I just don't think <laughs> it's they not are. about what you think. I'm just saying. You're saying they, that they, you took Zion's research and you went deeper. So yeah, you should at least be able to tell me right, what people right, me, these are. Right, let's, let's say if, this, I, if I call Zion up here, probably tell me all right, what these people all right, were. So who all are right, these right, people? Let's, let's look at it right now, right? The Sumerians, they couldn't live in Sumer before 6,000 BC because it was a swamp. That's okay. one of the arguments I used to kill Zion outside. Mm. He's like, no, that's not true. You know, he got up. That, and, and Rob Warren said, it's true, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was shocked. He didn't know that. He uh -huh. got blindsided. He got punched in the head. But people who are watching don't even realize that that right. killed the whole argument. Right. Listen, family, if, if, if Sumer didn't exist 6,000 BC because of it being a swamp area, what was Egypt doing at the time? Egypt had an applier. We were building structures, aligning them with stars. Uh, so we was way ahead. So the uh, argument about Kemet earlier than Suma is dead. So it's brother, just a I think dead you need to do something on that. Kemet it's versus uh, Suma. We it's dead. But I really, uh, to be honest with you, I think the argument of who's first is childish. And we got to grow up as a no, community. No, no, no. Not um, who's first. I'm saying like Kemet science. Kemet, Kemet. All right. Let me, and, let, me, and, all right and, let me explain something I, else. I would say go into Egypt. And then tell us when Suma began. Yeah, like, yeah, when Suma and the re and by the way too, ladies and gentlemen, the presentation I did 2016 is still up. That's how you know Zion has not recovered from that yet. This is why he'd love to debate me. He wants to come back and get a revenge and get a one up on me because that <laughs> presentation, family, buried him, buried him. And, and let, let me say this: the cylinder seals that they use on the walls in Sumer. The material comes from Kemet. Mm. The golden tepe gara. This is why I'm asking you, who Kemet. were these people, brother? No, but you got to understand the environment. You see the towns, you see there's new technology, new new um information out. The towns that we had in Sumer, they had them in North Syria also that are older. There's new, new information that came out that I was going to smash them if we ever had that sit down. And there's information now that tepe that um, Gobel Tepe in Turkey has the oldest temple ever in the history of the world. And that's in Turkey. You can't beat that. And then they found an older one that's south of it that's 13,000 years ago. So that's where the oldest temple is, is in Turkey. It's older than the, the temples in, in Kemet. It's just, it's just a reality. Does that mean that they gave Kemet temples because they had a temple first? So we got to be careful with this first argument. Egypt did it first. Egypt worshiped God first. They had a temple and, you, and the people who had the temple looked like me and you. They was brown like me and you. Yeah. Because it's on the walls. We see how they drew themselves. But I do have to address something real carefully. Zion misrepresented me completely wrong. I'm glad he said it because I want Jabari to think I'm actually going to be using Suma. So I didn't really mind. I wasn't going to address it. Let Jabari go in there and think I'm going to use Suma. Nah. Suma ain't predate nothing, man. Suma was a swamp. They use raw, they, they didn't have what's called raw materials. So they had to get everything from outside. Egypt, how Egypt and them are connected is Egypt used to trade with Palestine and Egypt built a, a, um, a whole city in Palestine where Israel is 
called Tel El Sukan. Tel El Sukan, you would know that Canaan and Egypt was trading pre-dynastic because the, 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 the jars that Egypt had had the little circle on them to, to the, the curvature showing that they were built in Palestine, but they were in Egypt. But Egypt used to trade this way. They used to trade to Palestine, Palestine to North Syria, North Syria to Sumer, and it used to reverse. Because you do find architecture in Egypt that may have come. The people in Sumer used to design the same way. So there's a lot of things, but people got to understand that Sumer became like the new spot because Sumer was a place where you could grow food because of the, 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 it was a swamp and all that stuff. It had canals and water, and so was Egypt. It was the same type of culture with the water, with the Nile and all that stuff. So with, with, um, with Egypt now trading, it was trading, indirect trading both ways. So you're going to find stuff from Sumer. You're not going to find nothing crazy. There's no direct trade between Sumer and Egypt. It, it, it don't exist. According to it. knowledge, according mm -hmm. to information, according to the history, mm -hmm. who would you say would be the top Hebrew in that community? The top Hebrew um, who understand the text better than anybody else? I would I have... Uh, unfortunately, I just got to say divine prospect. Unfortunately, I can't say nobody else because, mm. and, and what hurts me about divine is that he knows the truth more than other. He knows that the Israelites are Canaanites. He knows that. And, and then if he knows the Israelites are Canaanites, he knows that the whole Hamite thing is nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And the whole Hamite Shemite thing was developed during the Hellenistic period. So we got to, I mean, we got to get away from so, the foolishness. So divine, do he teach that they were Canaanites? I don't know. I don't know if he does. Because you're saying he knows this, he knows so he this. would become what? A 10 percenter. He who knows the truth but refuses <laughs> to teach the truth. He's poor. No, no, a poor 10, 10, no, he would become a 10 percenter. Okay, okay. Like the preachers. Right, right. You see right. what I'm saying? The 5 percenters is he who denies himself. Right. But the 10 percent is he who knows the truth but refuses to teach it to the mm. masses of the people. Mm. So he would become like the preachers and the pastors. But to be honest, he, so, he, he's definitely the person that understands it better than anybody else. I, I, I'm, seen, I'm still seen, rolling with my man Zion, man. I'm Zion, still putting Zion, him on top. The and evil. then I would say divine prospect. Okay. And then after them, I would go with. Uh, I wouldn't Bro, even go into Zoria because we don't, we didn't even scratch the surface of powerful Hebrews that's out there. Bro, there's we nothing, just talking about there, these there, two there, that there, we know. There, there's nothing to fear about Zion. He's he's limited. So you what about what about Tzoriak versus the mighty Hebrew? You would put Tzoriak above mighty Hebrew? Of course. Yo, I love Tazaria, bro. Y'all don't know that, man. That dude is a, <laughs> yo, I love Tazaria. Yo, when it comes to the yeah, base, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, oh man, that dude is a beast. Tazaria, uh, let me just tell you this, Tazaria. Come sit down with your brother, man. Let me let me question you. Don't run, don't hide. I know you're a busy dude. Come over you're here. Let's powerful talk, interview, right? Yeah, man. Let me do an interview. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna try to get you. I'm using your Bible. I'm only gonna use your Bible. How about that? Let's uh, make a uh, deal. I'm only gonna use your Bible. Not using nothing yeah. outside. We're going to deal with the Bible. We're going to deal with the Bible only. Bible. That's it. All right, brother. So in closing, man, what else do you think we forgot that you want to get off and um, tell the people about before we close out? Hey, subscribe to the Dagger Squad YouTube. I'm on in the mornings um, from like 8 to oh, yeah. 8.45. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I want to say, though, I am happy that you on in the mornings, man. You know, because when you on in the mornings, <laughs> I come on at night and I can wake up and I see you doing your thing. I'll right. be like, damn, God feel his life. 
I be in there a lot of times. You just don't see me. I don't right. respond. Respond, Sometimes right. I just have it on and I'll be doing some work. Work, right. Just right. listening, listen, you know. Right. Thank you. And Appreciate somebody that. say something that gets my attention. I say, oh shit, let me call it. Let me call <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, I I mean, I'm happy that you on, brother. I got a lot of love for you on that, man. Yeah, I man. appreciate Dagger that. Squad, YouTube, just subscribe to Dagger Squad. And um, we're gonna be doing some things. And don't forget the real black atheists on fire. That's my brother Unk. His channel is growing. He's doing big things. If you want to know about the coronavirus and scientific literacy, they had a great show last night you mm. know, um, where we talked about what we need to do because whether it's a conspiracy or not, that's a wash. You're going you gonna to hold on to whatever you're saying. The government did it. That's not going to solve the issue right now. It's here. How you going to keep you and your family safe? Self-preservation is important. You know what I'm saying? Last so question because you brought something up. Do you consider yourself to be an atheist? <laughs> nah, I've never, I've never, I've always called myself an agnostic, you know, What's and the, the difference? reason is, the reason is because we hold on to the possibility of either way, there's a God, there's not a God, because I can't prove, you know, I always tell people, I say, who's your God? I said, my mommy and my daddy, that's right. who I know, right. I don't know no God, I mean, I don't give honor to nothing that I don't know. I don't speak on uh, 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 something out there. You see, the problem is you could worship what you worship out there, and you get a, a response in life and feel it come from your prayer. I'm not knocking nobody for that because I could have an altar in my house with a bunch of cats for Garfield and say, I'm going to sacrifice these cats. And all of a sudden, I'm making all the money in the world. I'm getting all the blessings. Everything is going good. My family is safe. All my children doing good. And I say, hey, because of my sacrifice, that's what I'm doing. So if you are doing what you're doing, you're praying to Master Farad Muhammad or Noble Draw Lee or Garvey or Jesus or whatever works for you, you do what you do. But don't tell me I have to do what you do to be happy or to go to heaven or whatever. To each his own, man. Everybody have their own thing from we, from we babies. Everybody have their own thing. You ever, you ever, you ever see a baby crying Spanish? No. <laughs> no, you, you know what I'm saying? That's funny. You, ever, you, ever, <laughs> you ever see a, when a baby, when a baby, when the baby be crying, you don't, you don't, you don't determine what language or what they speaking. You saying, yo, when he's crying, he's hungry or he needs to be changed. The baby say mama and the baby suck on them breasts, the breasts to get fed. Then he stop crying. He happy now. He bite on them titties. <laughs> so listen, man, to each his own, man. And at that point, who is God to that baby? God to that baby is mama. That's who's God to that baby. So we got, we got, I don't argue with people about a deity or a God because it doesn't lead anywhere. Everybody's God is the best God, you know? And if you look at all of history, ancient Near East history, I think Ahura Mazda is the coolest God that I've ever read about. Ahura Mazda from the Persians, coolest God, man, coolest. You have some cool gods in Africa too and in the ancient Near East, but Ahura Mazda is probably one of the best gods. Yes, um, like what I was saying was, um, I want to say thank you, peace and blessings for coming out during these um, troubled times and this, um, you know, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, because when it first started, I ain't go front. I was a little afraid too of getting it. A lot of my people. Anybody wants to come on the panel, I'm going to play a couple of videos and. Um... G News Power of the People campaign. What's up, my brother? I hope you guys are, um, all my moderators, can you guys put this, let me see if I find that text by, um, all right, text the word dagger. 
to the number 818. All my moderators, can you reshare this for the whole entire show as much as you can? All right, text the word dagger to 818-818 to join the text blast for the dagger squad. Of course, if you want to join Sonetta's um, text blast, just text the word Sonetta to the same number. It's two different, two different um, housing for both of them. What happened is Sonetta has his own little text blast. I got mine. I think it's a great idea for the community. So now that we could announce it, it, one thing too, we could also influence voting. So say, for example, Sonetta ended up getting 100,000 people. He could now push out information and say, hey, don't vote for this candidate. This is what Tone and Yvette should be doing. Goffey shouldn't be one leading the way to saying how to market or do anything. Y'all need to get it right, family. If we got a text blast, a lot of people didn't get the notification that I'm live. So now that you got the notification, so now before I go live, I could do a text blast. You know what I'm saying? So in like two weeks, I'm going to start sending out texts. I got to get the numbers up first. I'm at almost 200. Sonetta is over 300. It's just two days of promoting this. All right? Um, yeah, man. So again, join the text blast. We're going to be in here. All right. So let's, let's get into... Um, Zion Lex and his scholarship. Nobody said they want to come on. So let me go into Zion Lex versus Garfield. Let me see if I got something here with um, Zion, 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 Zion Lex response. Uh, all right, Zion Lex. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy, What's that? Hey, what's up, Cheryl? I'm live on the ear, man. I'm gonna call you back. But that's but that form, he said that I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Yeah, he got my phone. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on a second. Let me check my texts. Daddy. All right. Well, Let's see. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, my brother. All right, here, here you go. All right. <clears throat> All right, here we go. All right, for those who never saw my first presentation on Sonata. Testing one, two, peace and black power family. You, you know right what here. it is today. And um, what he's going to be dealing with is uh, he has our brother Zion Lex's book in the building today. And he's going to be dealing with some scholarship or pseudo ship. A closer look at Zion Lex. Oh, man, brother. This going to set up some some fireworks right here. Hey, so I want to bring to you right now, my brother, Garfield. Peace and black power, brother Garfield. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to talk about the whole um, book, Ancient Kemet on Trial. We're also going to talk about the dynastic race theory. We're going to touch on um, Egypt and Sumer. We're going to touch on Mesopotamia, where it's really located. As far as history is concerned, we're going to deal with only scholarship, nothing personal, nothing personal. I don't deal with the back and forth. I don't like you, you this, you that. We're going to deal with scholarship so the people out there to learn. And that's what I'm going to deal with. Nothing else. Pure scholarship. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we're going to get it in and you're going to see my sources and you're going to see all the information to disprove what's being put out in the community. Is Sumer first? Is Egypt first? What you're about to see, you have never seen before in the community, no place at all. 
It's the first time you're going to see it on Black News 102 and Sonetta. And this type of scholarship is what's needed. Not per a closer look at Zion Lex. All right. So now every good researcher needs seen music, right? So let's get it in. <laughs> I won't play here. Yeah, we got to get that volume up. All right, let's move on. So this is the agenda, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right, all right, all right. So now this is the agenda today. We're going to look at some pseudo claims. We're going to look at the Ark of the Covenant with Ethiopia. We're going to have a special section called How to Address the Elders. Then we're going to talk about the famous Gebel El Arak knife. Then I'm going to have another segment here. Now, Shabaka is Taharka's uncle, and Shabitko is also his uncle. This is the guy that ruled when um, they originally had help from Kush. Because these are Kushite kings under the 25th dynasty. So the Kushite king, he had a connection with Assyria. They had a fight at around, I believe he said Sargon is a scorpion king. Naramsin, I think he said was Narma. Then Nimrod is Narma. Is Nar Nimrod on the king list? Is Nimrod even a real person? Also, if Nimrod is Narma, he must be Noah's grandfather. Then I thought he was Noah's grandson. But anyway, let's get into this for a second. Because this stuff is hilarious. And one thing I got to tell you, Starnetta, whenever you do a debate, there's something called ambush scholarship, where somebody comes and throws something out of left field and you can't defend it because it's nonsense. It's pseudo or it's lazy scholarship, I would like to say about my brother. Now, this is Sargon, ladies and gentlemen, from the dynasty of, of the Akkadians. He's right here, 2340. This is his grandson, I think, Naramsin, 2260 BC. We already know that. Let's go to the fifth dynasty of Egypt. Fifth dynasty, you heard what I just said? Fifth dynasty, look at this. These are all the people in the fifth dynasty. I'm not even gonna to go to the first where Narma and all of them is. So that means 600 years later, he's not there. Narma is not there. Nimrod, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if Nimrod is Narma or Menace or anything like that, let's think about this for a second. If the flood happened 2400 BC, right? That's when Noah lived. How could Nimrod predate Noah? This is the common sense part that you believe and say, oh, oh, he's killing him. Something's wrong with the view. He's killing him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's take a look at this real carefully here. Why would somebody say that? Now I'm saying they have so much evidence of this brother. Look at this. The Department of Near East Antiquities, they have the victory steal of this guy, how he was whooping people's butt. Now look at this. And the height of the Akkadian Empire. 24th century BC, the victory. Now let's move on because the other day the brother had a conversation with James Smalls about the Ethiopians and how they are kind of tradition on and they're Hebrews and Jews and all this craziness, right? Now let's look at the Ark of the Covenant. Is there a Torah inside? Why was this Torah created? Let's look at this. According to the historian and author Harold Marcus, the Queen of Sheba myth adopted by Christian Ethiopians, listen to that carefully. 
Christian Ethiopians, not Israelite Ethiopians. And this is key because Selassie, if you know about Selassie, he never pushed. He's an Israelite. It's always a Christian thing. Was originally created to legitimize Yukuno Amlak's rule of the late 13th century AD who had killed the Zagwa king to obtain power. As a usurper, the new monarch encountered several resistance, and in order to win over the, 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 the Tigray with its many Aksumite traditions, he and his supporters began to circulate a fable about his descent from King Solomon and Makeda, Queen of Sheba and their son, Emperor Menelik I. A genealogy that, of course, gave him traditional legitimacy and provided him the continuity so honored in Ethiopia's subsequent national history. That's from um, A History of Ethiopia by Harold Marcus. But this gets even worse. The historian Edward Ullendroff describes the uninterrupted lines of kings descended from Menelik I. He said that the, the historical fiction of uninterrupted line of kings descended from Menelik I, the son of King Solomon and Queen Sheba, has very deep roots in Ethiopia. All right. Although it's claimed by Christian Ethiopians, the ark is never shown to anyone outside of the priest who guards it. Historical fact is it has been shown. In fact, Professor Edward Ullendorf, an authority on Ethiopian history and religious scholarly, scholarship, had obtained access to Ethiopia's Ark in 1941, and he dismissed it as a fabrication. He went on to describe the Ethiopian Ark as nothing more than a wooden box that was empty inside and one that was of middle to late medieval construction. Ullendorf went to say that the priests and the Ethiopian government keep perpetrating perpetuating an aura of mystery around the ark, mostly to maintain the idea that it's venerated object. All right, Professor Ullendorf, the first incumbent of the only chair of Ethiopia, pay attention, ladies and gentlemen, Graham Hancock wrote a book on the ark in Ethiopia, The Sign of the Seal. They asked Ullendorf for his opinion. Does anybody know anything about the, 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 um, the ark of the covenant? Basically, Ullendorf, this white guy, was um, was very close to um, Haile Selassie. He actually wrote Haile Selassie's autobiography in Guise for him, wrote it over in Guise for him, I think, or translated it to English or something to that effect. But anyway, he was, he was brought in because he could speak the language. Once you could speak the language, they accept you in Ethiopia. So he saw what they call the Ark of the Covenant and saw what they had in there was an empty box that was probably made in medieval during the medieval time period all right so that just kills the whole specialness of ethiopia right there he said it was a sad joke he declared that he had personally seen the object in oxum they have a wooden box but it's empty now hancock and cornuk said that they don't let westerners visit the site but Ullendorf, to the contrary, said this is simply because they were Westerners and he actually spoke the language of Guise and he was actually very close with the brother called Haile Selassie. And Haile Selassie, matter of fact, gave his autobiography for this guy to translate in Guise for him. That's how close he was to Selassie and that's why he developed a relationship where he could have seen the art. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jamaican. I'm done with my Rasta family. They're going to hate me for this. They're going to hate me up. Garfield is telling y'all straight up. The Ark of the Covenant is, is, is garbage, straight up garbage. It's fake, all right? Take it or leave it alone. The information is there. All right, how does one go about correcting an elder? The other day, the brother said he wanted to talk to Professor James Smalls, right? Professor James Smalls, people might not know this, but I know the brother from the 90s. He don't know me personally, but he assisted me in growing. And I don't know if Sonia noticed, but Professor James Smalls has practically 
converted to almost every religion you can think of. And that was the greatness of him. Who knows Professor James Bond when he had locks in his ears, hit his head, and was growing. And the brother, he taught me also something about the, the, the mental condition of slavery. He said he couldn't love as much as he could because subconsciously, we are so used to being scattered from slavery. We can't love the people that we're around or we're with as much as we should because of the effects, the mental, psychological effects of slavery. All right? All right. All right, so let's go into this now. Um, let, me, let me play this right here. You got to turn it up a little, bro. That's Laurent G. Conscious, and he's asking a question to Michael Edwards. somebody come at an elder who was willing to take a bullet from Malcolm X. Now, I want you guys, this is not disrespect to my brother, who is Zion Lex willing to take a bullet for in the community? Yes, I'll wait. Tell me one person he's willing to take a bullet for that's worthy to take a bullet for. All right? Well, anyway, this is my Professor James Small, one of my greatest master teachers. He was a Muslim. He followed Yoruba. He followed every religion because he said you can't speak on a religion unless you were actually a part of it. So if you, do not, if you guys out there going around saying that people are Kemetic just because we support Egypt, we support Egypt because it's a part of Africa. That's it. Nobody's running around trying to be no committed gods and stop trying to group everybody together. Just like I can't group Zion with the Tazariak and ISUPK because they're a different kind of Hebrews. So I'm asking everybody right now, stop pulling every person together who talks about Egypt. We're not all the same. I follow Mayat as principles for myself, but that don't mean I don't follow um, as far as teachings in, in, um, in Assyria or some law from Persia, because I study all the ancient Near East history and all the laws that applies to me. So if it applies to me and it's good for me, I'm gonna deal with that. But stop pulling everybody as a Kemetic. I've never said I follow Kemetic science, but for some reason my brother accused me the other day of following Kemetic science. But let's leave my master teacher alone. But let's deal with let's deal with Rabbi Wentworth. Now, if Rabbi Wentworth, the late great Rabbi Wentworth, was alive today, I would ask Rabbi Wentworth a question. Would you attack your elder? 
But this is the great Rabbi Wentworth, by the way. You know, here I'm sitting down. This is the 1930s, 40s, whatever that is, 50s. I would ask, look at this on it. I would ask the elder, who is this woman on your arm? Who is that right there? Who is this? And big up to James Brown for giving him this. This is Jake Fetlovich, ladies and gentlemen. He was funded by the Rothschilds, right, to find Africans to validate Zionist four claims of actual history. Garfield. Wow. Now check out this newspaper from 19, 1930 about when Rabbi Matthews decided to be a rabbi. Guess why he decided to do it? Let's read it together. In the meanwhile, Professor Jacob Fetlovich of Union Hebrew College, that's the guy that showed you a while ago, who worked for the, who worked for the Rothschilds, who was making an explore, exploratory trip in Ethiopia, studying the various races and their ethnical backgrounds, came back in 1929 and reported that the Falashas of Ethiopia originated from the stock of Israel and were Ethiopian Hebrews. That was enough for the then Reverend Matthews, he embraced the Hebrew faith and in 1930 received his rabbinate and became Rabbi Matthews. He changed the name of the church to the Ethiopian Hebrew Congregation of the Living God. Whoa. Now, ask yourself this question. Now, Rabbi, if you are alive today, I'm asking you respectfully, why would you need to get confirmation from an imposter Jew to actually become a Jew? Why? And why would you work with somebody who is working with who? The Rothschild family. Rabbi, I got a concern with that. That's what I would ask him respectfully. I wouldn't disrespect him, but I'm asking respectfully. Now, this guy, Fetlovich, if you don't believe me, just Google his name. He was born in Poland in 1881 and visited Ethiopia for the first time in 1904. Look, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. He received a grant from who? Baron Edmund Rothschild to look for black Jews Newspapers reported at the time, the European scholar who had studied at the school for Oriental language at the Sorbonne in Paris, astounded the Ethiopian emperor, Menelik II, with his fluent command of the country's language. <laughs> no disrespect. I'm just curious, Rabbi Wentworth. Peace. You notice it says, I didn't read the whole of it. He said, the e astounded the Ethiopian emperor, Menelik II, with his fluent command of the country's language and told him that the Ethiopian Jewish tribe were connected to white Jews elsewhere in the world. They were using the black Jews to claim where they claim today as Israel. The Zionists used them, used Rabbi Wentworth, used Rabbi Ford as a cannon fire to say, hey, you know what? You are the Jew, but we are related. So that they could say, hey, that's our homeland too. They fell for the okie doke. Beyond to you, brother. <laughs> Gebel El Arat Knife, piece of my brother Laurent Campbell. This is one of his favorite things. They're perturbed. So I had to deal with this brother on a level on Facebook. I said, I said, Elder, he said that this is the Hezekiah seal, by the way, with the iconography. He came out and came out with the same Hezekiah seal and said that. He found a right here from, um, this is from this book, from Egypt to Mesopotamia, all right? And he talked about the, the, the item actually originating either in Egypt or Susa. You look at the same twirling snake stuff, and you know, like when you have the staff of the medical staff, it looks the same way that the, the, um, they twirled, all right? And then we have the primitive art in Egypt. There goes the same sign again on a knife. 
Did they copy that? No, they didn't. And that's pre-dynastic period. Here we go. This is from the Free University of Oxford, Department of Antiquities, Ancient Egypt and Sudan. They talk about pre-dynastic and early dynastic. All right. The Samara period, 7,600. Look in the south. There's nothing in the south at this time. All right. Where Mesopotamia, where Sumer would be. All right. Then, all right. This is another seal from the Ubaid um, period. They used to do seals for basically um, accounting purposes. This is not writing, by the way. All right. This is the Ubaid people. They call them the lizard people. All right. Europe, the first city. All right. Okay. We have the cuneiform. All right. This is important right here. I want you guys to look at this. You see this? The Hassana period, 6,900 to 6,500. And by the way, this works right here is from the Metropolitan Museum. All right. The Samara period, 7,600. Look in the south. There's nothing in the south at this time. All right. Where Mesopotamia, where Sumer would be. All right. Then how we got into Sumer is because Sumer was really like a swamp. So nothing could have been built there. They lack raw materials, so they had to import things into Sumer. The Ubaid period, 6200 to 4000 BC. All right, that's when people started coming in. Then, of course, you see the period, the Uruk period, and so forth. And then we have the Uruk period, then the early dynastic period, and the, the Gemnet Nazar, then the early dynastic, then the Akkadian. All right, let's take a look at. Um, you got to get the volume on this right here. This is very important. This is going to take like four minutes. You guys take a good look at these claims that Zion's going to make. All of my sources are listed. My book is right here. In my book, uh, all of my sources are listed. This is all the camera can see. Look at this claim by Zion right on the screen. It says writing the basis of history's recordation. Writing began fourth or fifth millennium BC in Samaria, according to modern archaeology. He said that. He made that up. He made that up. All right, look at this. I'm not talking about um, Gorilla Hebrew last night. I think Gorilla Hebrew was incorrect on almost everything he said, but hey, to each his own. <laughs> I'm not even going to stress that. You know, it is what it All is. All of my sources are listed. So there's even times in my presentation where I drew from my book, Ancient Kenneth on Trot, where every single source is actually listed. Uh, the Seth Pyramid of Zosa, which is based on what? The Sumerian model is found globally around the world. This, this uh, structure or model, which is unique to Egypt, is not unique to anywhere else because you don't find that curvature perfectly as you do find in Egypt. The step feature is diffused throughout the world. And the step feature, all people agree, come out of Sumeria. And yet you find... All people that agree. Who is that? Who is he talking about? Who is this? All the people agree. All the people agree that what? Yo, he made up so much stuff, man, in this debate. <laughs> First, he talked about Tepisayak. Tepisayak. All right, I'm, I'm going to show you all in a minute. It comes from Iran. It's not even in Sumer. This is how, see, that's why they call him Zion Lion Lex. 
I didn't make that name up. The people made that up. In Egypt, in fact, the very first Egyptian pyramid was built in the Stan Mountain. Hence why I tell you time and time again, and more importantly show you, that Sumeria is that which influenced and birthed your greatest legacies. And I'm not just talking it, I am demonstrating it. We always talk about, you know, there's things on the Egyptian wall that's inscribed that you can't find anywhere else. Here's a relief coming out of Sumeria from Jeremy A. Black, PhD holder, in his book, The Literature of Ancient Sumer, which I grabbed it. Notice in the picture how the DNA model in Sumeria has an arc in it. What's interesting about that, Brian? Let's The Sumerian arc and shattering. And key is the creator god in Sumeria. The Egyptian wall that's inscribed that you can't find anywhere else. Here's a relief coming out of Sumeria from Jeremy A. Black, PhD holder, in his book, The Literature of Ancient Sumer, which I grabbed it. Notice in the picture how the DNA model in Sumeria has an arc in it. What's interesting about that, Brian? Let's next slide. The Sumerian arc and shattering. And key is the creator god in Sumeria. Or if you're following, like our charges so, so scholastically, if you're following linguistics and etymology, when you say and key, and key, unk, and key, unk, and key, unk, linguistically, etymologically speaking, you're talking about the same linguistic and etymological base. Why is that interesting or why is that significant to know? The word Enki in Sumeria literally translates as life giver. And what is the Ark in ancient Egypt? The symbol of life. And the Sumerian uh, Anunnaki, Enki, the creator of life, that's what his name means in, in Sumerian cuneiform. He's holding a shepherd. I thought shepherds were unique to Egypt, but we find the shepherd in Sumeria as well. As a matter of fact, here's what I did. Here's the god Enki, the symbol uh, which means which translates as the god of life in Sumeria. He's pictured in this relief with water, which represents life, flowing from his shoulder. In this relief coming out of Egypt, you see the arms representing life. Like, what is life? You see the arms representing life. And in this picture, Enki is flowing with water. And in this picture, you see the arms as it is thrown before us. Your feet shall find no rest in these captivities, such as America, as we are in right now. And brothers and sisters, we still be our cause doors. The phrase in Hebrew, your feet shall not find no rest, is numerically equivalent to 764, which is numerically equivalent in Hebrew to African-American. If you don't believe me, shut this video out again when you answer somebody in Hebrew. Some of our brothers and sisters only listen to a person lens on. So if you're next to a white Jew, ask him if that's the word African-American Hebrew. See if I'm making it up. If you don't believe me, 
believe that Eurocentric lace is the litmus by which truth is measured by, then at least come to a Hebrew who knows Hebrew and check it out for yourself. The phrase in Hebrew, your feet shall find no rest, is numerically equivalent to 764, which ironically is numerically equivalent to African American. My brother, until you can open the text in Kemet that shows me the term African American as applied to our people and our condition today, I will not close the Torah. I refuse to. The translation how does this change the language? You can't take a shot at the New Testament and say, well, you know, there's errors in it, but then I go to the Old Testament and show you various manuscripts that don't read the same and then have to ask you which one are you saying is canonized that you use in your Tanakh? Really simple question. The first thing I'm going to admit and tell you is I cannot read without vowels. That's the bottom no, line. No, that, that's honest. But, but, yeah, that, no that's problem. the only way to be. <laughs> but in contradistinction, I'm going to also ask you this. What we have right here is a Paleo-Hebrew yeah, uh, Torah as well. So if you could read me just one line, not two, sure. from a random verse, then okay. that would actually... All right, let me, say, let me save Divine Prospect. That's my, that's, that's my little dupes. Let me save Divine Prospect from that, because that wasn't, I didn't, you know, it is what it is. Now, I'm going to address each claim, and I want everybody to pay attention. The earliest Elamite sites that exhibit pottery that has no equivalent in Mesopotamia, but for the succeeding period, the excavated material allows identification with the culture Sumer of the Europe period. Pro-Elamite influence from the Persian plateau in Susa becomes visible from about 3200 BC and texts in the, on the Arite. Right. Basically what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this carefully. When we looked at the video, right, he said that the oldest in Samaria, and I just wanted everybody to see this. Susa is Elam, which is Iran or Persia. All right? This is Sumer over here, allegedly. Okay? All right. I just want everybody to see that. Now, this is the pyramid that he showed. The oldest ziggurat is known as Tepe Sialk, right? Now, Tepe Sialk was like around 3000 BC, an estimate. We don't know for sure how old it is. It is older than the Egyptian Saqqara pyramid, allegedly. But this is what it looks like, actually, 3000 BC. How, I have a question for Zion Lex and for the Hebrews. How would this te um, Tepe Sial, Southern Hill, how did it survive the flood if the flood is after it? Because it was made of mud bricks. How did it survive the flood? We need to, we need to ask Zion Lex that. The next thing is, this actually, this, this Tepe Sial is in Iran. This is not in Sumer. Why would he use this as evidence in the debate in saying that Sumer is first and Sumer or Mesopotamia is older than Egypt when this is in Iran? It ain't got nothing to do with, do with, um, you see? It's actually in Iran. So what I got to do with Sumer or Mesopotamia, bro? Why would you use that as evidence? The oldest pyramid that we have in Egypt is the Saqqara, of course, the Saqqara. And basically, the step, um... Such pioneering techniques led many ancient historians to credit the chief architect, Imhotep, with inventing stone architecture. Classic fact, Imhotep, architect of the Step Pyramid, physician, priest, and founder of a cult of healing, was deified 1,400 years after his time. All right? Stepping toward a true pyramid. Now, this is the, the, the pyramid, the ziggurat, the, the first one in Mesopotamia. All right? And this was dated um, 2100, 2100 B.C. So that claim is false. This is 21st century BCE. The ziggurat of Ur is the oldest in Mesopotamia. It doesn't predate the ones in Egypt. And that was basic, by the way, too. Stop using that as evidence. This is what the ziggurat looked like years ago. And I think that's James Breasted, our preacher, one of them guys taking a picture with it. All right? 
Now, this is very amusing, and I want you to pay attention to this, brother, because this might have gone over everybody's head. He claimed, right, this is important, and this is why it's tough to have people on your show and then can't debunk them right away. He read this book, um, The Literature of Ancient Sumer by Jeremy Black, right? He said, he said that that was his source when he posted this picture. I have two questions for you, Zion. The, two questions for the scholar Zion Lex. Did you actually read this book? Where did you get this picture below? Because it is not in the book. I actually have this book. I have not seen this picture. Because guess what? You're in a debate. You're trying to prove a point. This picture, this dude's book don't even have nothing to do with DNA. Why are you using this as evidence? And you know where I found this picture, ladies and gentlemen? These Niburu Dr. York websites. That's where I found them pictures. So I want to know why use a picture that's not in the book, but use it that Jeremy Black is from his source. I'm going to ask you guys this question right now. Now, when he brought this out, it was a convincing argument. He smashed Shaka with it. How could Shaka defend something that's not even true from a source that's, that, that don't exist? Another thing now, why are you using a scene from 900 BC to talk about a shattering? If it predates Egypt, why don't you put a source that predates the event? Why post this to, to convince us that it's, it's um, oh, they, they had a shattering. I thought shattering was alone in Egypt, da, 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 da. This is from 900 BC from the Ashurnipal Library. Why are you using that? That's in the first millennium BC. Failure there, not good scholarship. Deuteronomy 28, verses 65, you said it says African-American. Show me a manuscript with Deuteronomy 28, 65 before the fourth century AD. Show me that, Daga. Show me that, doesn't exist. That scripture don't even exist. Look at all the scriptures, Deuteronomy 28, right here, see? 61, where is 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, don't exist. From the Encyclopedia of the Dead Sea Scrolls, volume two, page 6115. It's not there. So how are you going to say African-American? Uh-oh, I guess it wasn't written back in that time period, huh? Done. All right, Gematria. Oh, my God. I was going to post an example of Gematria. This guy used a book, used Vanilla Ice. Remember Vanilla Ice from 1990? Used his song to predict the 9-11 Towers with Gematria. That's how nonsense that is. And look at Gematria, ladies and gentlemen. Originated as a Assyrio-Babylon Greek system. Greek system of alphanumeric and was later what? Adopted into the Jewish culture. What? Adopted into the Jewish culture. Next, let's take a quick look at Kemet and its roots. Um, we have here a 100,000 year old Okra. Anthony Harris, you want the link, my brother? Do you want the link? I'll send you the link. The link is right here. Hold on. Let me send you the link right now. What's the matter? Who want the link? Let's come get the link. Link is right here. That's a presentation from four years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Here's the link, my brother. Come on in. Come on down. Whoever wants a link, come on down. And let's get it in. 
I'll turn off the loop back. No more loop back for Garfield. Come on in. Don't run. I'm going to let you speak. Now we can get it in. Come on. Marcus, because he is the um. If you look at the the it, the, the Babylonian writing, writings, you know I hate when you come on Abdul because you always got the stuff playing in the background, always. No no um, no decorum. Come on, man. Come on, bro. You better than that. Garfield. Yes, sir. What's up? You know, I be driving trucks, man. I'm driving the truck, so my bad, oh, man. So come on, man. But you do it every time. You don't I know. I be driving my truck every time, too. You just saw you to turn it down, though, right? You just saw Neta, you to turn it on, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, huh? Say it again? <laughs> oh, no. Yo, I you said know what? You just saw Neta, you to turn it down, right? You know, you know, I, 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 I watch this. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. We're at 199, family, in my text blast. I need one more person to join the text blast to make it 200. I mean, I need everybody to join the text blast. Hey, Abdul, you need to be in that text blast too, bro. Hey, hey, hey Garfield, listen, I signed up yesterday for the text blast, bro. When I heard beautiful, 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 beautiful. All right, but, but, but at the same time, Garfield, I'll be supporting your channel. It's like, you be letting dudes... Nobody could block Abdul in the chat unless Abdul call you out of your name and he's disrespectful. And that goes for anybody. Anybody hey, Garfield, in the chat is disrespectful. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Being disrespectful in the chat, you're going to be blocked. And, and um, it is what it is. Anyway, at Marcus, do you want to come on the chat, brother? You could come on in the chat. But go ahead though, Abdul. What's what's on your mind? Nah, um, what I what, what I was what I was saying, I, I mean that 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 be my only problem. Like I said, the boy Black Lion Supreme, man, he like he be saying some stuff and it's like I say something to him that I know I automatically get blocked. It's like, yo, bro, why you keep on talking about like I, I already told you I could talk about, I could, I could do business with somebody without even talking about Islam. I'm, I'm good like that. But it's like, I say a little something, the next you know, they're going in on about Islam, and then I say something about them, then it's like, I'm just blocked. And it's like, like I said, it seems like that, that, that boy Black Lion, it's like, he's like, like he like really emotional, man, like a female. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and, and like I said, that, that's my only problem. But like I said, I, I did the um the, 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 uh, the text thing when I'm gonna get the text blast. Like I said, I bought your book. And like Oak said, like you letting dudes that watch your, watch your videos get blocked, like, all because of like your emotional you mind. Why, so why you bringing up Unk though? Why you can't say? Why you got to say that's what Unk said? Why you got to say Unk name? No, I've, I've been trying to get a hold of you and tell you like, yo, listen, I watch your channel. Yo, every yo, day. yo. The only time people get blocked in my chat, bro, is if they're being disrespectful. They're not getting blocked because because they, they have a difference of opinion. No, Garfield, I'm telling you, I be saying, I, I don't get this. First and foremost, Garfield, I don't even curse. All right. So, I, so, so can we so can we move on now? Can we relax? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, right. So no to problem. the moderators, you can't block somebody unless they're being disrespectful. 
But Bob, you gotta tell your moderate stop being disrespectful. Abdul, 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 can we move on, bro? No, but I'm yeah, we can move on, but you're whining. You made your point, Abdul. You are whining right now. I'm not whining. Come on, you said you said what you had to say. Abdul, 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 I don't want to Abdul, you already made your point. Why do you keep harping on the same issue? But you had no problem you, going in yo, the I'm out, I'm done talking to you, bro. I can't I can't have a conversation with you. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. You said what you had to say. You wanted and done. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. He if you say anything about Sonetta, but why do you want to say anything about Sonetta? Why? Why, Kareem, why would you want to say anything about Sonnet? When I just, I gave an order, like, leave Sonnet alone. Leave him alone. Relax. Chill out. You see, you guys are talking about stuff that we don't even need to talk about. We can't have anything. It's like me and me goes on the phone earlier, and these, and, and we, I went in the, the, the store, and all these people come in the store, it says five people alone supposed to be in the store. You had, like, nine to ten people in there, and I made us think about it. Because people didn't want to follow rules. It's the same thing with the chat. If you don't follow rules, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get blocked. Then he said, oh, this person's emotional. That person, I ain't got time for all of that, man. We are human. We can't, it, we can't just have a regular conversation and say something without people getting emotional. It's, it's ridiculous. You're going through the same thing. Um, why are you bringing up Ong um for? What's all of that for? Come on, man. We got to, yo, I'm, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, um, Ras Moyes, yes, the text blast does cost me money. Yes, it does. It does cost money for that. But it's a part of marketing. You know, it's just, you got to make money. You got to spend money to make money, right? So with, with, if I get over a thousand people by the end of the week, I start sending out blasts. You're going to get updates about my book. You're going to hear about real estate, mortgages, my econ. You're going to hear about government contracting. You're going to hear about how you could join the stock club to learn about stocks from African Emporium, government contract. I got to get more to do like a 15-minute video on government contracting and a 15-minute video on drop shipping. Sheffrin, don't even start. Don't start. Stay out of it. All right? But anyway, anybody who wants to be a part of the text blast, text the word dagger. You see, that's the thing. We more concentrating on drama than actual information. Now, if somebody wants to talk to me about the information that's in the video or about Sumer and Kimmet, I'll just get Unk, and me and Unk will just go back and forth. As soon as Unk's ready, he gonna hit my inbox. So let me know, does anybody want to talk about it? I'll just continue playing the video that was on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. People whine and, oh, how come you do this? Come on, we're talking about Zion Lex versus Ngozi. It's going to be a powerful debate. Whether we agree with Zion or Ngozi, it doesn't cost you to, to be a part of the text blast, brother. It's free. Anybody who texts it and texts in, it's free. I'm the one that's going to be sending out the text blast to people. He's saying the mods are disrespectful and when someone goes in, they get blocked. Depending on what you call goes in. If you're being disrespectful, they are going to block you. Stop being disrespectful. Stop being a jerk in the chat. And that's all it is. <clears throat> I 
Yeah, Sabio, what's up? What's on your mind, brother? What do you think about this Sumer versus Kemet stuff? Odd. Why was that God cool to me? Because Ahura Mazda is the coolest God. Because he allows you to worship your God. That's what he does. He allows you to worship your God. Most people who invaded a land, they don't. <clears throat> nah, you don't. No, you don't. Y'all want drama. That's what y'all want. You want drama. That's what y'all love drama. Yeah, they I told y'all already. Stay out of stay out of Ankh and Sarnita. That's their business. That's their business. Let them handle it. All right. But anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, bro, I just want to hear you build some more on Sumer so I can get some more knowledge on it. Let me see if Ankh's available, yo. Me and him could build. Since nobody want to come on and build, I'm going to get my brother Ankh right now and me and him could build on it. Let me see if I could find his number. Here we go. Yeah, my brother going to build, man. Everybody love drama. Y'all love drama too much. And you know, that's what's crazy, man. That's what it's starting to seem like the conscious community is becoming. The drama Yo, what's up? I'm live, bro. We're talking about Sumer and Egypt. You ready for the link? That's, that's me and you alone. Me and you alone with Sabio. Sabio is on here. All right. All right, family. So we're going to get into a discussion real quick. And um, yeah, everybody, everybody want to be in charge. Yeah, I mean, I, see, you see, what happened is when, when, when the drama, when I, when I put a, a halt on the drama, everybody's mad. Who, who I got tonight? I don't know, man. Hey, as I said, Zion Lex is a trickster debater, man. He's a trickster debater. I'm gonna show y'all. Matter of fact, I'm gonna show y'all something before I get unking here. Look at this right here. I'm gonna show y'all something real quick. All right, hold on one second. Text the word dagger to the number 818818 to join the text blast. All right. The brother said he ain't like what I said about Haile Selassie. I mean, if you worship Haile Selassie as God, that's your business, but that's not me. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's y'all thing. Garfield, you you notice that every time somebody, every time you say a name of somebody powerful, and you don't like uh, worship them or you don't like uh, follow them, it's like you're dissing them or something. It's personality worship, man. You got we got too many personality worshippers in our communities, bro. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I hear you, brother. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, people, people, people gonna want to worship who they want to worship anyway. You know, people love that type of stuff. So don't, my don't whole thing is, I just want to learn and be able to pass facts out. I, shit, I worship the personality like twenty some years, and he Where? didn't do anything for me. You feel me? Here. No. Where? Over here. Okay. Huh. 
be better now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me let me let me show y'all something real quick. Let me show y'all something real quick. Show y'all something real real quick. I don't know why anybody, and this is not a knock. You know, um, you know, brother Sanjeri. Here you go, my my young man. What? Here you go. Hold on one second. Let me let me just send this to, to Unc real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show y'all something real quick too, family. Right? I'm gonna show y'all something real quick. Um, where the hell is Unc's name at? Before I get him up in here. Hold on one second. See what end goals he has to look for is the games that this this guy plays. He plays a lot of games. And what happened is you cannot you cannot get him if you don't know the game. If you don't know the game, you can't you can't go you're not going to get you're not going to win against Zalex. You're not going to win. I'm telling you. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the screen right now, right? Mike Jackson. I'm not talking about Paul right now. Keep that to yourself. This is Zalek's book right here. His book is called Ancient Kemenite Trial, a meticulous look at the true origin of Kemenite culture and religion. The origin of the culture? Is he serious? I remember at the Kemenite conference, there was a brother by the name of Sanjeti told him, you need to read Robin Walker's book. This is, in Robin Walker's book, he points out why the dynasties change how far it went back, depending, because this is white supremacy at work. This is the point that he's trying to make. The same guy, Petrie, who he talks about in his book, said it was 5,500 BC. Then he changed it to 4,500 BC. Why did it come down to 3,400 BC? Yeah, Peter Cherry. Thank you, Peter Cherry. Now look at this now, right? This is um, the same Robin Walker's book. I'm not going to talk about that, but let's look at something that this guy did. This is Zion Lex in his presentation, right, with Shaka Amos. He showed this, the intertwirling, and said it was in Jeremy Black's book. It's not in Jeremy Black's book. This is what he did at the debate with Shaka Amos. He never, this is not true. This is why I tell Sanheda, if I'm going to talk to this dude in, in any way, he has to be fact-checked. There has to be a fact-checker. I'll get, you could get one Hebrew and one non-Hebrew. Get Divine Prospect and get Reggie. This is what I said. I asked him, he'd be a witness to it. I told him, get Reggie tonight and get Divine Prospect. Divine Prospect was on the phone. You need to fact check this guy. After every round, you fact check him. I'm telling you because he's gonna win because he's he's a trickster debater. Watch this, watch this again now. This is again Shaka. Shaka didn't know this. Watch this right now. Writing the, the basis of history recordation, fifth, fourth or fifth millennium BC is when Suma, according to modern archeology span started writing. Ain't nobody believe that, that's not even true. Foolishness. Look at this right here. 
he used this post right here, saying this is in Jeremy Black's book. This is not even in Jeremy Black's book. But in the debate, he put it up as a source. Who is fact-checking this guy? And Gozi, watch out. Then he comes and he says, the first civilization, the legacy of Sumer is the source for this, Sargon's inscription. That's not in that book. Guess what? Guess what, family? It's not in that book. I'm going to show you all which book it is in in a minute. Then he come with these seals, Indus Valley seals. Then he comes with this, Karen Radner, the Oxford Handbook of... This is not in Karen Radner's book. I want y'all to pay attention to this. He's watching. Look at this now. Hold on a second. The Egyptian civilization of Sumer origin, right here. This is where he got all that Norma stuff from that I just showed. It wasn't in this book. Then he goes, I mean, Shaka had brought this out. This actually killed him. Um, a precise date for the earliest cuneiform text has proved elusive as virtually all the tablets were discovered in secondary archaeological context, specifically in rubbish heaps. That means they can't date the Sumerian text. Then he says this image is in Jeremy Black's book, not in Jeremy Black's book. When we sat down outside, guess what? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This right here. Meru, let me give a shout out to Meru, man. Meru found where the image came from and it, which book it came from. That's my man Meru right there. Then he did this. He stole this genealogy right here, right? This is him on, on, on Instagram, dropping knowledge. Look at him. There he go on Instagram. Look, he said, wait, aren't there 42 laws of Mayat and they're supposedly based in Egyptian thought? So why do we find Samir with 42 minor gods known as Anunnaki? Look at this family. He wrote that this is Anunnaki, right? Look at this. Look at the bottom. Look at the bottom of the page. He says it's Anunnaki, right? He said that. Look what he wrote at the bottom. Anunnaki. In his book, he talking about Asar Imhotep's book the other day. But look, look at this. Look at this, family. Look at this. I'm going to show you all something real quick. This is the original right here by John Craft. We found it. It's on Wikipedia. He laughs at people when they use Wikipedia. You use this Wikipedia image and never gave a source in your book. You stole it. You stole it and then you added. Look what he added on it to make it seem realistic. See, look at it. This is the original. We own the work. Feel free to use, but give him credit. He never put no Anunnaki on it. Who put this 42 minor gods of Anunnaki on it? Guess who did that? Zion Lex. Zion Lex did that. Defrauding y'all communities with the foolishness. But what I did is I found this book on Google. The Rise of the Man in the Garden of Samaria, a biography of L.A. Waddell and how they chopped up his work. This is what I was preparing for that debate with him. I had all the stuff on, on where he got his stuff from and everything. Everywhere he got it from. He's watching now. I'm telling you, he cannot stand in the same room with me once I pull all of this out. You can't say nothing about Asar Imhotep. You can't say nothing about Asar Imhotep's book. This is his book right here, right? Look at this, look at this family. I want Mika, look at this. I want you to look at this real quick. Yo. Let you in? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn. Hold on there, hold on there, all right. Yeah, all right, come on in, come on in, come on in, all right. 
Mika, watch this. I want you to watch this for a minute. Watch this. Let me let Unk in, and I'm going to show you. You see, this is the problem. That's why I told Sarnetta, anytime I'm going to have a dialogue with that dude, there has to be fact checkers. He cannot be trusted. His whole book was one big plagiarism. Whole book. Watch this. All right, hold on. Let me get... Um, let me get this back on the screen. Now look at this right here, family. Is stolen directly from a website. Look at this. Look at this right here. Chapter two, the Falcon tribe, right? I want y'all to look at this. The origins of the Pharaonic civilization. So he's quoted this and put David Roll, Legend of Genesis, da, 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 page 22. But his whole page was taken from this, from this website. He even stole the quote. He stole the quote, family, from a website. This is how deep this guy is. So, 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 um, and Gozi can't go in there and be all buddy, 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 like it's all good. This guy right here, and by the way, um, it's not, it can't be the Falcon tribe because the word is actually transliterated as the hawk. Ancient Nekin and the city of the hawk. It's not the city of the Falcon. So David Rowe was even off. Listen, family. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something right now. Let me tell y'all something, man. Look at, look at this right here. The Sumerian origin of the hieroglyphics, right? Look at this. Look at this, family. The Sumerian origin of the hieroglyphics. This is his chapter three in his book. How dare you talk about Asar Imhotep and plagiarism? <laughs> How dare you do that? Who are you? L.A. <laughs> Waddell's book, he has a chapter with the same name. Then he said, oh, I didn't plagiarize. I didn't quote. I misquoted um, improper um, quotations or whatever. He said something like that. That's what he did. Come on. Look at this. You didn't plagiarize the book? Where did you get this from? This is from his book. Where did he get that from? Where did he get this chart from? Ask him. From this book. Yeah. Why didn't Hebrew writings come out of Sumerian? Because he's going around saying that Sumerian is a Semitic language. Everybody and their mama knows Sumerian is, a, is, is, not, is not even, it's an agglutative language. They don't even know, they, they hardly even know what it is. Look at this now, family. Look at this now. Um, I do, oh, man. He said rock carvings. In Egypt shows Mesopotamian style boats literally being dragged across the soil into the interior of Egypt, thus supporting the dynastic race theory idea. Da, 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 da. What about this? Um, what about this right here? This is a boat and it goes back to 7,000 BC. What you say, he said rock painting carvings in Egypt shows Mesopotamian style boats literally being dragged across the soil into the interior of Egypt, just supporting the dynastic race theory idea that as the foreigners wow. Asiatic invaders from Mesopotamia sailed along the Arabian Peninsula into the Red Sea and dragging their boats across the arid lands of Egypt. How could they drag boats wow. that was, wasn't even from Mesopotamia? The oldest boats is from the Sudan region. The cartoon Mesolithic diagnostic gastropods were in this layer and the radiocarbon dating delineates a time span of 750 
750 to 6820 BC when Sumer didn't even exist. He can't sit out in front of me. How he gonna sit out in front of me? This guy, let me tell you something. This was gonna be what 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 he he didn't even realize Petra changed his mind. His whole thing about, about him and his dynastic race theory, he changed his mind. Petra changes Go ahead, go ahead. You wanna jump in? You wanna jump in on? My fault, I apologize, man. Come on, man. Come on. I know you you hear the information like what? Supposed to invade the race theory. You know no one actually supports that. This is a stone vase from Europe between 4,000 and 3,000 BC. These are the people drawing themselves. This is not Garfield. This is not Garfield. Look at this. This is not guard. These are the Sumerians drawing themselves. Look at it. Look at it. Look at what it is. It's a Sumerian phalanx. No, 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 not this one. A detail of a stone vase from Uruk. Right here. See it right here. This is them. That's what they said it looked like. I didn't draw it. They did. Whether they want to color it or not, that's their business. That's their business. Now look at this now. He says, Suma was, was first settled between 4,500 and 4,000 BC by a what? Non-Semitic people who did not speak the Sumerian language. These people now are, are called Proto-Euphratians or Eubadians for the village of Ulbayed, where their remains were first discovered. Now listen to this now carefully, family. If Sumer was first settled at this time period, according to Encyclopedia Britannica, right? What was what did Egypt accomplish before this forty-five hundred to four thousand time period? The Ubadians were the first civilizing force in Sumer, draining the marshes for agriculture, developing trade, and establishing industries, including weaving. Leatherwork, metalwork, masonry, and pottery after the Ubadian immigration to, to Mesopotamia, various Semitic peoples infiltrated their territory, adding their culture to the Ubadian culture and creating a high pre Sumerian civilization. Hmm. Very interesting. So, 4500 BC is when they started settling that region. Hmm. Wow. Very interesting. Look at this. The people called Sumerians whose language became the prevailing language of the territory probably came from around Anatolia, arriving in Sumer about 3300 BCE. Hmm, very interesting. By the third millennium BC, the country was a site of at least 12 separate city-states. Each of these states comprised a wall city and its surrounding villages and land, and each worshiped its own deity. What's up, puppy? Okay, I'm gonna get it for you right now. You didn't say please though whose temple was the central structure of the city. Political power originally belonged to the citizens, but as rivalry between the various city-states increased, each adopted their institution of kingship and extant document, the Sumerian king was recorded that eight kings reigned before the great flood. Mm -mm 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 -mm. The first king 
to unite the separate city-states was Etana. Listen to this. The first king, remember, wasn't Egypt united 3100 BCE? Didn't he laugh when, when, when Jabari said that? Didn't he laugh? I, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out now. We're on cut. We're on cut. We're on cut. We're on cut. Oh, okay. All right. Let me go back to sharing. I think Ankh jumped off. Yeah, he dropped off. But the point is, family, Itana was the first king to unite the separate city-states. When was Sumer under one rule? Let me let me bring up my, my little notes that I got on Zanlex. Let me bring up my files. Let me bring up my little files here. And what Ngozi got to realize is you got to have your fact-checking team from Team Osiris ready for the dude. You got to have your team right there saying, yo, this is wrong, and they need to send you some slides real fast. You need somebody like a raw born on your team. That, like, that's a scholar on the, scholarship on demand. So that when he does that, and by the way, we got 234 people watching. <clears throat> Daddy. Daddy. Yes, Papi. You didn't ask properly. There you go. All right, Sabio, you're saying something, brother? No, I was just sitting right, here. Keep, keep talking. Let me get my son this real quick. Go ahead. I was just sitting here thinking about half the stuff that Zion Legs be saying, and I see why I decided to start calling him Lions at Lion Legs, because it seemed like he just said things. He he'll say some things that sounds good, but he won't really fact check it or really have any way to back it up. That's what it seems like. So. Ugh. All right. Like, like, was he just like, would you say his book was plagiarized or just copied and pasted or, you know, just um... copy and pasted. <laughs> On this topic, steam fish, white rice. No, no, nobody has a, has a, um, <laughs> yeah, it said they come from Anatolia. All right. Um, all right. So let's, let's go on some more. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come over here. Oh man, my son got me like a damn gig right now, yo. Hold on, keep talking, bro. Man, this shit is just crazy. All this misinformation. Seem like, seem like that's what they want people to to live off of misinformation. You know, like that's what the big battle is. You know, having our people respect factual information over beliefs. Seem like every time every it's, and it's, and it also seems like every time you have a, a a conversation or you open up the link and you ask people to come on, they want to argue their beliefs. Like they don't want to present you with any facts. They just want to argue what they believe. And it's not getting us anywhere. It's 2020 and we got to, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, confidence in yourself and things like that. But, and, you know, accepting that you can do whatever you want to do and putting your efforts and all that into doing that. Just don't, you just can't put belief over facts, over, you know, you, and that's the problem with a lot of these Hebrew Israelites and these, these religious folks, man, it's just like they don't want to get rid of 
it ain't I wouldn't even say get rid. I, they don't want to think for themselves. Like like it's a problem. Like and this shit is getting it's getting scary. All right, let's go. So after the flood, various city-states and their dynasties of kings temporarily gained power over the others. The first king to unite the separate city-states was Itana, ruler of Kish. Thereafter, so he was the first one, Itana, male or female, ruler of Kish, was the first to unite the separate city-states. Remember when Menes, or the first king, Narma, united Upper and Lower Egypt. When was that? 3100 BC. So how is Sumer as a civilization ahead of, of, of Egypt? And two things, their writing is not first, Egypt's writing is first, and they were actually united. Now ask yourself this now, how long was Sumer united? Yes, puppy. Please. All right. All right. So now, Let's look at this right here. All right, cool. Um, somebody got to show Sonny how to do that. Now, all right, look at this family. Look, this is an old article from 1929. Whence came the Sumerians? So they look at, they had different skulls, were found in prehistoric tombs and all that stuff. And by the way, I have an article of some Sumerians DNA, damn Mika, I'm gonna save that for my debate. I can't give that one away. I can't give that one away. Right, Mika? I can't give that one a hate. I can't give that one away, man. I can't give that one away. But I got some old articles and some new articles. 7,000 year old village predating the pharaohs and pyramids discovered in Egypt. Remember when I brought this up to Emily Tita? She wasn't even, she wasn't even up on that scholarship. This is an image of um, Egypt. Yo, I'll tell you something, man. Y'all, y'all could mess with Egypt all y'all want. I'm going to defend Egypt. That's my spot. I'm going to defend Egypt. Oh, yeah. And by the way, let me play. I'm going to play, play a couple of videos in a minute. Yes, Papi. I need two more fruit snacks. And by the way, they talk, he talked about Norma, Norma Palette, right? And how Norma, how do we know Norma exists? Look at this family. Yes, Papi. What are you supposed to say? Please. Hold on a second. Take over, Sabio. Don't worry. Don't worry, Mr. Hold on. Hold on a second. So basically, he's trying to. So it seemed like what you're saying, Zion Lex is trying to say, is that Sumer is where life originated. If that's what he's trying to say. Um, I don't agree with that from the information that I've learned that I've gathered over my lifetime. Um, Sumer's not one of the, it's one of the oldest civilizations, but it's not, from what I understand, it's not the first civilization. I don't know. I could be wrong though. All right. Sumer, Egypt or whatever. It depends on how you define civilization or you define it through the eyes of the Eurocentrics. Right. I don't know. So, 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 Sheffrey, you said, Mika said, Sheffrey, they were dark skinned. All right, hold on, look at this for a second here. This is Norma, right? The Norma catalog 
is a comprehensive database gathering in one convenient location all available information about archaeological objects with inscriptions related to normal the first king of ancient egypt the catalog includes 114 inscriptions from 30 different sites in egypt the sinai and southern canaan mm. this guy is saying that norma don't exist mm. compared him to abraham whoa are you, are you listening to this guy Did yo i was so ready for him if me and him had had that debate boy Oh man, he don't even know. He don't even know. I was ready. I was ready. Garfield was ready. Ready. Ready, I say. I was ready. Shit like that, he shouldn't say. Ready. There's evidence that he does exist, that he did exist. You know, he shouldn't say shit like that. All right. L.A. Waddell, Napta Playa. This is his debate with Zion Lex. This is my brother Jabari pointing out how he made up stuff again. Uh, uh. He sees a little star sign. He compared it to a sign in Egypt. This is a five-pointed one. This is a six-pointed one. And he, oh, man. Then he said, this sign is from Kemet. And then Jabari had to point out where the sign was from. And, yo, let me tell you something, man. Jabari, Jabari beat the hell out of him. <laughs> beat the hell out of him. Period. Yeah, I've seen that debate. He yeah, beat the hell out of him. That was a slaughtering. And I, I, I'm going to have, I'm have him read this Hebrew right here, too. He don't know nothing about this Hebrew right here. Let me let me skip that, because that's for our debate. No, don't know he could read Hebrew, right? I got a special Hebrew for him. Special Hebrew, just for Zonlex. Oh, I can't read that. Look at what the, the encyclopedia says about Egyptian law. The law that originated with the unification of Upper and Lower Egypt under King Menace and grew and developed until the Roman occupation of Egypt. The history of Egyptian law is longer than that of any other civilization. Even after the Roman occupation, elements of Egyptian law were retained outside the major urban cities. So when people talk about laws, this and laws, that, it was Egyptian law. Come on, man. They got mad laws for years. Mad laws for years. All right. Yeah, this was funny when Jabari put this up. He tried to say that the, the Sumerians, Sumerians put this up. It was actually the Assyrians put up the Lamassu, and he tried to compare it to Hermaket, the great Hermaket from 2500 BC. Yeah, failure. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's what he does. That's his scholarship. That's his scholarship, bro. That's his scholarship. Mm -mm. Where did he... Where did he try? I mean, how did he try to compare them? He was saying that the um, that the um, the Sumer got it. That Egypt got that from them. Mm. See, mm. people like him, man. I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. Uh, seems like JJ7000 is going against Sarnetta. And just because he's mad because Sarnetta kicked him out because of me. And now he's going in on Sarnetta. Let me tell y'all something, man. If y'all listen to JJ, I don't even want to be y'all friends, man. Man. I don't want to be your friend. Let's <laughs> unfriend me. Oh, you silly for that one, but I agree there. Crazy. Yeah, I agree there. That dude. That dude now look at, look at the definition of, of Sumerian. A member of the indigenous non-Semitic people of ancient Babylonia. Look at it. A member, what is a Sumerian? A member of the indigenous 
non-Semitic people of ancient Babylonia. And the mm -hmm. sources he uses say this, but he keeps on a lot to the people. He can't admit this, that Sumerian is a non-Semitic language. He can't because it, it, it shows, it makes him fail. It, it, he fails at this. So he, has, so he has to clean it up and tie it in, make it sound good. Yeah, because he wants, to tie, he wants to tie the Bible into it. There it goes right here. This is the picture right here. The Lamasu and the great Hermeraket, whatever they have in Egypt. Oh, no, yeah. Those are two totally different. What the hell? They look nothing. All right, so, so what's this, Mika? Is this you, Mika? The Sumerians <laughs> right here. Come on, Mika. Come on, people. Who are is those? This, are these Sumerians? Because this is what they drew themselves to look like. I mean, people added on to this right here. This is from the royal tomb mm. of Ur. And by the way, they have skeletons from the tomb of Ur. So if you want to, I mean, they painted it, but this is what they painted themselves to look like. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. They did that. I got a quick question. Mm -hmm. And then just for my clarification, isn't Ur the moon god of Chaldea that Abraham supposedly worshipped? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Sin. Sin was the moon god. Sin. Sin, okay. Yeah, Sonata took his wrench and kicked him out, him and his girl, so he mad. So let, let him continue. Whoever want to pay attention to that guy, go ahead, man. Just don't be friends with me. Sumerian cities fighting with one another. The Sumerians had a common language and believed in the same gods and goddesses. The belief in more than one god is called polytheism. There were seven great city-states, each with its own king and a building called a ziggurat, a large pyramid-shaped building with a temple at the top dedicated to a Sumerian deity. Although the Sumerian city-states had much in common, they fought for control of the river water, a valuable resource. Each city-state needed an army to protect itself from its neighbor. So it wasn't one, one civilization. Am I deciphering? The, the, yo, you funny, you funny, yo. A typical Sumerian city-state noticed the ziggurat and the tallest building in the city. When did the Sumerian civilization begin and end? Sumerian civilization formed around 4,000 BC. Mm -mm -mm. They weren't united. And this is when he started talking about he found the name of gods and he found Asar and all this foolish. Yo, this guy is the worst. He didn't know that somebody would have checked his work. And that's why he got away with all of that. Yeah, that's why he got away with it. Look at this right here, family. The Sumerian pyramids. Mm -hmm. of Egypt are some of the most impressive ancient monuments and several are oriented with high precision. Egyptologist Flinder Petrie carried out the first high precision survey of the Giza pyramids in the 19th century. He found that each of the four edges of the pyramids base points towards a cardinal direction to within a, within a quarter of a degree. Damn, that's precision. Woo! That's my sonata sound. Woo! Um, I'm not going to go into this right here. I'm going to leave this alone. But system of worship, look at my man, Zion Lex naming Tazariak head. <laughs> the debate. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, but Why I got Why do they have these weird ass names? Hold on a second. Tazariak. 
<laughs> he said the snakes. Let me show this on the screen, Sonetta. What's on it at? He said the snakes on it. I got caught hating on JJ seven thousand. What you thought? My queen wasn't going to show me you hating. F you. He's like, oh, what are you talking about? Are you desperate for a man? You are too effing beautiful and smart to be with a nigga like JJ. He, but Sonetta is correct. He mm. is correct. He is correct. <laughs> <laughs> he is correct. <laughs> Oh, God. Garfield, where the book at? Lying piece of shit. Stop scamming. Oh, man. Poor me. Fuck on the TV and fuck Garfield, bitch ass. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, man. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I tell you. Poor me. Poor me. <laughs> Poor me. All right. Okay. So anybody who wants to, um, anybody wants to jump on the panel? The panel is here. You're free to come on and defend your angle. If you think Sumer is before, or if you think um, um, was Sumer ever an empire? Let me ask a question to the audience. Was Sumer ever an empire? Come on, let me ask everybody in the audience. Was Sumer ever an empire? I would have to say from my, from what I gathered, it was, it wasn't a very big empire. Was Sumer ever an empire? I would say it was a small empire. Sargon made Mesopotamia an empire. Uh, yeah. Why are they not Sumerian words in the Tanakh? But we have Akkadian loan words all over. <laughs> Government, law, writing, cities, irrigation, agriculture, farming, cities. Our Sumerians are not Semitic. Reggie always said that in my ears. Hey, Garfield, Sumerians are not Semitic. When did Sumerians appear in that region? around 4,000 BC. Summer had city-states versus united government of Egypt, a decentralized government Sumer had. All the structures in Kemet aligned with the stars. Well, not all of them, a lot of them. Summer structures are not aligned with the stars. All right, thank you. Son, took my phone over, man. Oh, man, took my phone over. Oh, man. All right, cool. Uh. All right. You know why people are afraid to challenge you on this? They can't. You got to give them something they can uh, challenge you with. There's not a lot of people who can really nobody, challenge you on this. wants to jump in, man. Where's Anthony Harris? He was in the audience talking nonsense. I don't no, know what he no, was talking about. Huh? 
don't know, man. All these guys got a lot to say, man. I have a brother. I have a brother like that on my Facebook page. She been post constantly posting about this coronavirus being a hoax. All right. First of all, anyone who is in where Sumer is had to migrate. I don't know why is that guy concerned about my book. He can't buy my book. He can't even afford it. This is a guy that asked me for a job a couple of weeks ago, man. Just imagine that. And now he's hating on Garfield for me. I got the most haters in the contest community. I, I think I beat out Sonny, the man. They hate this Jamaican boy. I tell you that. All right. Um, according to the article, they came from Anatolia. That's that's one of the, the angles. But look, but look at how they dressed. All right. Let me let me pose another question to the people. Where is the Sumerian dynasty? Where is one king controlling all of Sumer in total control? King of Kush, King of Kish, Itana, the first king in charge of all of it. You had over 30 city-states fighting each other over the water system control. Itana only took over certain parts of Sumer. He didn't even take over all of it, only some parts. Come on. Who wants this work? Who is defending this guy? Who is defending this Sumer controlled stuff? Who is? All right, hold on a second. Let's look at this. I have an article from Archaeology Magazine. It talks about the greatness of Sumer. Hold on, let me take a look at this. Calendars. The oldest calendar will be in the Earth 3 period. All right. When was Sumer one country under one government? When was this? Come on. Come on, Sabio. Get in here. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I really can't pull up any information off the top of my head where I can actually recall reading or seeing anything mentioned in that. So I guess I was wrong when I said Suma was an empire. It was a small empire, you know? I mean, but the, what made me say that was the fact that they did have a little bit of a rising and they did have a few little skirmishes and shit and things like that. So that's what made me say they probably, they, they, they were, they were a small empire. That's what made me say that. From the stuff that I have, and I haven't done a lot of reading on Sumer either. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not really that hip on Sumer. I, I don't have that much information on it. But the uh, stuff this is what, this read. is what, this is what he's going to talk about. You're going to talk about civilization. What is civilization? You're going to talk about the irrigation systems, agriculture, system of worship, writing, urban centers, craftsmanship of technology, state government, common religion, shared culture, standards of measurement. 
Mm. Yeah, all these things are going to come up. That's what he's going to bring up. And and Gozi has to be able to challenge it because you have the Eurocentrics telling us what is civilization. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? From and by the way, let's text the word dagger to the number 818-818 to join the dagger squad text blast list. Go ahead. Hey, I'm on your text blast list, bro. I'm on Brother Sheffrin. What up, Sheffrin? Yo, what's up, G? All right, up, Trouble. Come on in. Uh, I'm sorry, I need to call you E-Frame. So the <laughs> so E-frame, let me ask you this, man. What do you think about this Sumer and um, Egypt stuff? What do you think? Um, I, I think the debate, I put it in the chat. I think they're going to be overlapping a lot of information. I think Zion going to play it safe. Um, and I think he's going to get into it with uh, um, Ngozi. And when Ngozi get into you know, the different, uh, you know, he goes into the uh, the gene pools and all of that. So I think they're going to overlap a lot of information. So I don't think Zion Lex is watching everything that y'all doing. So he's not going <laughs> to stick his foot in his mouth like that. Like, I, I don't think he's going to do it. You know what I mean? I, I think he's going to try to show similarities, how they shared certain cultural things. Um and he gonna play it safe, you know what I mean? No, he's not. He, Did you he know that he's saying, he said the Natufian culture is the Sumerian culture. He said that on Sarnetta three or four weeks ago. What are you, you talking about? You think he gonna stick to that? Bro, he, because the people in his community are, and I'm not even disrespecting, and I hope um, Daniela, I know Daniela is probably more than likely watching our captain. I hope y'all don't get offended when I say this. I don't think the majority of the Israelites are well-studied. A few of them, I mean, like probably probably 20 Israelites I know really be going hard. I'm talking like Daniela. I'm talking like Katazak. I'm talking like um, Sakawar. I'm talking like um, there's a few people, even mighty Hebrew, he might be way out there, but they at least they study more than the Bible. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm trying to make is that's limited. So when that, when John Lex says something like, woo, that's deep. But you know in your head, you're like, yo, that's, we we like, yo, that's BS. That's yeah, total but, BS. But we we let him play in that gray area. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. By allowing him to define what the Natufians were. You feel me? Mm -hmm. If you do that, if no, you- No, he can't, he can't pull that, he can't pull that on Ngozi. You see, if y'all go back to the old blog talk tapes with the Sumer talk, yeah, I know Engels is more more than prepared. The issue okay. is who gonna have the better Brooklyn Magic? Who hmm. gonna have, bro? They got bodies from 6500 BC that they took DNA from, so right. we know they can map the genome of the Sumerians. That's they, what I was just trying to tell Mika in the chat. I said, yo, they, if, if they came from Anatolia, Anatolia is modern day Turkey, like, Turkey, yep. mm -hmm. like. Yep. They they wasn't black like it's I I mean you mean you mean they weren't African that's what you mean that's nah, what you I'm mean. saying because they we, were dark. we equate no we equate black with African we ain't got to play those games it ain't no way you gonna go to Anna, uh to Turkey and call those people black they wouldn't nope. accept that they would not accept it at all we know what black man Garfield that's a word game black yeah man, yeah 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 but. It, let me let me let me ask you this though. Are we saying I'm saying that she's saying that once they came out of Africa with the out of Africa theory, those were the first 
people to settle in that region in the Levant. But no, I, I would disagree with that from the sister because remember, a lot of people got um, caught up with and started intermingling with Neanderthals and other species. They came back, some of them migrated to Africa. That's how we as Africans, some of us got the Neanderthal DNA because mm -hmm. of the migration. All right, but listen to this now carefully now. You're talking about Sumerians who is 4,000 BC going into a region. They, they could show the change of the culture. They're saying today that the Euro culture might be the Sumerians. You know, you, this is, you see people, you gotta be up to date, man. Yo, they found cities. And I don't know if, 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 if Zanlex is even up to this or in Golzi. They found cities in Northern Syria that's similar to the cities in Sumer, showing that the same persons that built the cities in North Syria is the same people that built the cities in Sumer, Southern Mesopotamia. It's the same people. So how, how does that going to play into who the Sumerians are? Because you remember, Northern Syria is attached to Turkey. Remember that. Look at mm -hmm. the map. All right. The Ahmad one skull and the Lekesh kills all of that. I don't know. You got to post that, Kayala. Come in here. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. Yeah, man. I, I have a whole file on this guy. A whole file. On Zion, a whole file. If I show you this file, hold on, let me share this. This is your detective work. Look at it, look at this right here. I got a whole file on this dude. Look at how big this file is. This is files upon look at the top. Zion Lex debate. Boom, boom, boom. Look at all this information. And I'm addressing each one: the common religion, the shared culture, the standards of measurement. That means I could answer all from the Eurocentric mindset of what it is, craftsmanship of technology, because urban centers. All these different things I could answer. Towns and cities, writing. Come on, writing. I'm, he, he's going to get smashed with writing. He's going to get smashed with agriculture. He's going to get smashed with a system of worship because pre-dynastic, we got records of how the people used to worship Hathar. This yep. is way before Sumer was even been around. The people been worshiping Hathar. So they had a system of worship. The city of Hawk, Nekin, Hierapolis. Come on, man. I, I'm, I'm well prepared for this. This is one subject I had to get the guy on because I want to smash him completely. I don't even want to see his face no more. This Damn. is what I want Ngozi to do. I'm trying to run him out of the community, basically. But, but why, is I, why is Zion even mentioning Suma in Mesopotamia? It's because he, in his twisted worldview is trying to say that these people are black and he's yep. a descendant of these people if you yep. if you kill that whole thing that they wasn't black you feel me like they wouldn't have no reason to be even claiming sumer and that's for mika you if you take away the fact that these people was not african then y'all wouldn't have no reason to be even making these claims so that's what I'm saying. Be be truthful about it. The people was not black people. You gotta prove Garfield just put up uh pictures of them drawing themselves. <laughs> like they didn't know how they look. You, you feel me? I mean, that's crazy. They sure looked a little sandy, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Peace, Kayal. Hey, peace, peace. How you doing, bro? Yeah, somebody in the chat said, would I use my book to um, debate 
these people or whatever, right? Let me show y'all something real quickly here. Hold on one second. Thank you. All right. So now, if you look, this is basically my whole book right here. These are all the chapters. You see Hezekiah, the Lost Tribe, Bereshit, Black Hebrews, like claimed, refuted, Passover was Yahweh and Edomite God, Joshua Conquest, chapter 3, 70 AD, 1 million, Africanism versus Hebrews, Ethiopia is not Ethiopia, no Exodus, no religion, David and Solomon, why write a book, Jewish academies and synagogues. All right, let me go to this real quickly here. Is it Jewish academies and synagogues, family? All right, let me stop sharing for a second because I don't really want to get, it's not really about my book today. Um, I want to say this to everybody. My job is to make the Bible easier for everybody. Mm. It's the job is to make it easier for everybody. So what I do is, and, I, and I'm, hold on, I got to share this. Let me just share one thing. Let me just share one thing. Where's Bereshit final at? Bereshit. Uh, Bereshit. That's the name of the, um, that's the name of the, 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 the Genesis. Uh, Genesis. Genesis. That's another name for Genesis. Bereshit. Yeah, at the head of, at the head of. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know a little bit of Hebrew. Hold on one second. The purpose, again, like I've read this before many times live, is to um, give people an opportunity. So I asked several, I give different names and titles, all right? The chapter is to give the reader a better understanding of terms that they might not be familiar with in helping them to understand the rest of the book. Terms like primeval history, the Talidot formula, Mesopotamian influence, eponymous ancestors, foundational myths, comparative research, etc. After reading the first chapter and familiarizing yourself with these terms, along with examples, the reader will be able to understand the biblical text after reading this book. Now, mm -hmm. look at this now. Primeval history. I gave the, I show what the primeval history is from Genesis 2 verses 4 to Genesis 11 to 26. That's considered the primeval history. And I'm going to document and show that the primeval history dates after Genesis 12 to 50 which is going to blow a lot of people's mind because why is the primeval history there? Because you're giving the rest of the, hold on. You're giving the rest of the Bible a foundation. Genesis 12 to 50 have different storylines that's there for a long time. Okay. I also talk about something called the Talidot formula. The Talidot formula, this is show you that Egypt ain't got nothing to do with the Genesis because you have different formulas, like around 11 of them. And what it does, it tells you where, um, it's basically telling you this is the account of the, the generation. This is the account of. It's a writing style. You won't find nothing like that in Kemet. It's a writing style, but this writing style is developed later on, after. After. So when you look at different things, like you say, okay, the Taladat of heavens and earth, you go to Genesis 2, 4 to 4 to, um, to Genesis 4, 26, you see the formula, the Taladat formula at work. So when you ask a regular Bible believer, what's the Taladat formula? Well, I don't know what that is. They don't know the terminology, but this is going to let you know that the writing style. So when people say come from Kemet, I'm not saying nothing comes from Kemet. All I'm saying is that you could tell that these writers were writing for years, eponymous ancestors. And it goes into what an eponymous ancestor is, Ham is an eponymous ancestor, Noah's youngest son, who was indirectly cursed for seeing the nakedness of his father. He's the eponymous ancestor of the Hamitic race. But what is an eponymous ancestor? Eponymous ancestor, according to James Watts, in understanding the Pentateuch as a scripture. Uh-oh, look at that. Look at that. Garfield got um, quotations. Uh-oh, no, 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 um, no, what I call it? No plagiarism. 
Eponymous mm. <laughs> ancestor describes the practice of naming a group of people by the name of a common ancestor. Jacob is not the only character in Genesis to lend his name to descendants. Moab and Ben-Ami, the sons of Lot, become eponymous ancestors to Israel's eponymous ancestors to Israel's eastern neighbors, the Moabites and Ammonites. And of course, the sons of Jacob and two of his grandsons lend their names to the tribes of Israelites. And then you name out all of them. Reuben, Simeon, da 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 whatever, 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 whatever. All right? And Japheth, then um, the eponymous ancestors include Shem, Ham, Japheth, the 12 tribal leaders, Canaan, etc. And then you see I put the number eight here to show my source. So an eponymous ancestor is a person after whom a people, place, or institution is named or believed to be named. We have a long list of eponymous ancestors in the Bible. Here are some examples. Now, ladies and gentlemen, eponymous ancestors are not real people. So the 12 tribes of Israel cannot exist based on the definition alone. Let me say it again. If the, 12, if the eponymous ancestor is not a real person like Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, they are not real people. This is a part of the story of putting together a tradition that was influenced by Assyrians, Babylonians, Egyptians, Persians, Greeks, Romans, all of that stuff was influenced. So whenever you are looking at anything in the Bible, if you don't understand the Genesis, the Bereshit, and you don't know what you're reading, whether you could read Hebrew or not, it's going to help you. But I'm going to say this to everybody that's watching. There's no way you as a regular individual can understand the Bible unless you understand those terms that I just mentioned. No way. You can't understand the Bible. You might think you do, but you can't, especially eponymous ancestor. Because once you start looking at the eponymous ancestors and see that certain writings have them in 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 in, in in past tense, in present tense, you're like, why are they writing about Judah in the present tense? Why, but why are they write about the other tribes in the past tense? Uh-oh, looks like there's two different writers here. Uh-oh, we got to figure this out. Yeah, man, but Kyle, go ahead, man. Let me shut up. Go ahead. Uh, well, I just kind of want to come in because I know you was talking about um, the Levant area. Yo, yo! Yo, what up? What up, man? Peace, 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 man. Uh, I really wanted to just share my screen and show something really quickly. Um, Uh, and actually, the book in itself, like, so, like, we got to understand that these people that was in, quote-unquote, in Israel, they, um, if they are, if they were, and I'll play along with that narrative, if they were this holy group of people that never, you know, mixed with other people, because we know everyone else's DNA, um, except for, let's say, the Israelites, right? In the actual text itself, it says that they definitely mixed with them in Ezra, um, chapter 9, verse 1 through 2. It says, when these things were completed, the officials came to me and said, the prophets of Israel and the priests of the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the land, but have committed the repulsive act of the Canaanites, Hittites, the Parasites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians, and Amorites. For they have taken some of their daughters as wives and themselves for their sons, so that the holy race has been intermingled with the peoples of that land. Um, the next thing that I do want to dive into, because we can clearly see that these people are a mixed group of people, is who lives in that land, who was originally from that land. Um, so we have here, um, this is from the Times of Israel, a magazine from the Hebrew University um, that's there. It says, as bones and artifacts unearthed in Kodesh, uh, 
archaeology site 10 kilometers uh, southeast of Hadafa indicates that Neanderthals were settled in that area for about 10,000 years uh, during the Paleolithic, Paleolithic uh, era, excuse me, um, some 50 to 60,000 years ago. The research team headed by Professor Arella Horvitz said in the paper, archaeologists have been excavating Neanderthal remains and artifacts across the 1,200 well, 1, square kilometer area of northern Israel for the past 20 years. And it goes on to say a little bit more about the Hebrew University. Um, this is one of the things that I brought up. This is the Amuad One uh, skull. Um, so we have the Amuad One skull. Um, they found it. I, I'll show you to y'all next. But this is 55,000 years ago. It was discovered in Amud in Israel in a cave. Um, so you have a presence of these Neanderthals that's high in the area, what we all can see. Um, this is the actual skull here. And this goes back to, you know, just the overall genetics of these people. These people, because most uh, sub-Saharan African or African-Americans do not have uh, uh, any or uh, any admixture with Neanderthals. So if you are saying that you are a, um, a, a person that comes from the area, the likelihood of you having that particular marker in your genetics is very, very high. So that, that's my thing is that if, you know, if we're going to say that we are Hebrew Israelites or e Egyptians or from Sumeria or Afro-Asiatics, we don't have any of the, the genetics that would even prove any of that. And um, I guess I'll just give the floor back over at this point. I'm just here for the dialogue. But oh yeah, to answer your question, Shepherd, these people, um, they could definitely be considered black, you know what I'm saying? But there's different groups of black people because like the people that live in India today, the um, the Dravidians, they're black, they have dark skin, but they're not of the same, I guess you would say, um, haplo group as we are. So a lot of people, they use that black word or that black term to kind of engulf other societies and cultures into something that has nothing to do with us. And it's mostly because they don't necessarily know about their culture. You want to feel, you to leave the grasp on to whatever is, I guess, cool at that time or in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. All right, now. I'm jump in. What's up, What's up, Now, with the people of India, I wouldn't consider them black just because they have dark skin. Now, you had the um, the Indian uh, ocean slave trade that brought a lot of Africans into India. Now, yeah. those people can be considered black. See, you got to be able to distinguish those people. India yeah, I, is a big place. Now, that's what I'm saying. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that the I, I get what you said. I don't agree that those people are black because they 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 uh, mutated outside of Africa, so they can't right. Be, right? But right. I'm saying to people that are wanting to engulf a culture because of the culture's greatness or their perceived greatness, that's what they do. They find out that these people had some melanin or they had a, a small amount of uh, sub-Saharan DNA or whatever, and they say, oh, these are black people. And then they say that, hey, I'm a black person, and these have to be black people, so we got to be connected. And I'm saying that they definitely are not the same group of people as us, but they definitely did have melanin in their skin, and they would have been considered black by... Um, other groups of people. In Turkey and Anatolia? Now, nah, like, for instance, like, if Europeans would have came down there and saw the people who lived in Yemen, and then they would saw a person from West Africa, they would have said that these are all Negroes or Moors or Black people. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand that. You said they would have grouped them. Yeah, exactly. Based off, based off the 
phenotype. Correct. Yeah, but 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 their whole issue, Zion Lexingham, the only reason they're arguing, Suma, is because they believe they want to believe that they are the descendants of those people. So they lying to themselves. Exactly. So it so once you take that component away from them, they don't have no other reason to argue. They they, they trying to take another people culture from them. You feel me? Like you trying to take somebody else's history. So you saying they're culture vultures now? You saying they're being culture vultures? Exactly. Exactly. Man, you you are uh uh sub-Saharan African or inner West African, whatever term you want to use, you don't have nothing to do with no damn turkey 4000 BC. You don't. You feel me? Show me that link. If you can show me a link between uh West Africa and Anatolia or Turkey 4000 BC, then we gonna have a, that's a better conversation. Yeah, what you talking about? What y'all talking about in Turkey? Yeah, the ball tepe, the ball tepe, all of that. So let's talk about the ball tepe. And the, the people of Suma came from Anatolia, right? Is that, now, is that, wait, is that what the record saying? That's what Garfield read. Oh, and, read in his book? I don't know if it was in his book, but he had some sources up, and it said that the people of uh of Suma came from Anatolia, which is modern day Turkey. Yeah. Right? You, you, ever, you ever looked at the people in Suma in Turkey? You ever looked at it before? Just don't look at huh? Meaning you got you got you got people who don't even belong there because you know what I'm saying? Big if you look at the regional zones, right? Like you in the market, you chipped out. Oh shit. No, no, hold on. Um, but I understand that. But you have to put that into a um a historical time frame, right? Because uh the Turkish Empire actually had black slaves that they brought from Africa. The Ottomans had black. They they was involved in the slave trade. But that's too. It. but that's late though. That's late. Exactly. That's my point, Garfield. No, no, no. We're I think about I think 4, I think. BC. Yeah, Those four thousand BC. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, that's 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 the thing though. We no, I don't think anybody is saying any of them is African. I don't think anybody is saying that, bro. Zion is though. How is he? Let me, let me, hold on. Let go me ahead, go this. ahead, bro. So go ahead. Seven thousand BC. What y'all think? You can go to seven thousand BC, and you got jet black people on the wall. You got brown skinned people on the wall, and you got light brown skinned people on the wall. So first of all, the area that we talking about is zone two. Basically speaking, in zone two, you're not gonna have there shouldn't be a whole lot of jet black people. So you can you, you can basically see that people are migrating back and forth. Just like right now, you don't got new Sudan black people in America. Think about that. There's no Sudanic right people that started in America. They wouldn't be that jet, they wouldn't be that black living on the equator. But you do got people to move from the Sudan to America. You're like, yo, black is shit, yeah, because he, he, he's the equator after he's on the equator. So you can see people migrating back and forth at 7,000 BCE. Uh, you can see people uh, migrating from Sumer, that's Sumerian area, right? And they, so the, the human migration is very interesting. And the mistake that we normally make is we, we stopping people from, from, from traveling back and forth. That's what, that's what people do. 
And not to mention, it ain't no such thing as race. So that's a, that's a misnomer. You know what I'm saying? So by the time you get to Summa, which is late in human history, meaning like by the time you get to Summa, you already got people that mastered uh, building things in, in, in mud. You feel me? But, they already but, did that already. But, but Cities. Unk, but, but Unk, would you say that the um, Sumer had an amalgamation? Sumer was like a, a mini Egypt, though, as far as people. Meaning that if the if the folk, if all right, hold on a second. Let me let me show. Let me actually. Yeah, you're right. Right. Got there with people there already. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. No, no, no. Let's do what I'm saying. We already had people in northern Mesopotamia, but southern Mesopotamia because of its lack of because of it being flooded, there was really nobody there, but it was a good place for agriculture because when you have a flooded area, it's always good to grow. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me let me let me put this on the screen real quick. Hold on one second. Here we go. All right. So if we look at if we look at this right here, hold on, puppy, 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 puppy. Hey, calm down, relax. Go watch your boxing. Go watch your boxing. This is what I'm saying, right? Look at look at look at this right here. Hold on, let me. I'm sharing the whole screen. I don't want to share the whole screen. I got um, Ngozi in the building, by the way, too. Ngozi right here with us. Hold on, man. Ngozi, peace, peace, peace. All right, look at what I'm saying, Unc. If you look at this right mm -hmm. here, right, this is showing the pottery from 8,000 BC, right, in northern Mesopotamia. But if you look in the south, there's nothing there. This is what this is from the Metropolitan Museum, right? Now check this out. They're telling you you got the Samara period, you got the Halaf period, the Hasuna, all of that stuff. 6500 BC, there's no Sumer. There's nobody living there. Now, when you go to the next page, they're showing you all the same things, and they tell you the Ubaid period is the beginning from like around 6200 BC. To 4,000 BC, you start finding a little bit of people, not that much, there between before 4,500 BC. Now, in the meantime, if you look at a map, right? If you look at a map, hold on, let me scroll down right here. If you look at this map right here, this is Sumer, right? Kish, Uruk, Eridu. Elam is Persia. And over here, you have um, Afghanistan over above where Persia is. Because remember, the lapis lazuli comes from Afghanistan. That's where it comes from, right? Because remember they were saying it come from Sumer, but it's really from Afghanistan. I forgot what the actual place is called, right? So those people migrated. There are different cultures of people migrating yeah. into here. Right. You know what? Right, between you, here. You know, you, know what, you know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? Go ahead, beloved. Go ahead. Hey, you know what's interesting? The phone tripping out. It's like money. So hold up. So hold so up. Me, the, the, hey, I, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell y'all from one hundred percent. Hey, hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Hey. Yo, I could, I, I could chill. Could y'all hear me? Could y'all hear me? I could, could hear you, hear bro. Me? I could hear you. Stay away right yeah, where you we at. Hear you. We hear you. Hey, this and Gozi. This and this and Gozi. I could, I could tell y'all from one hundred percent of. Could y'all hear me? 
Could, could y'all hear me? Yeah, we could. I could hear you. Yeah, bro. we can hear you, Doug. Well, keep going. We could hear you, bro. Go ahead. What I'm, what I'm saying is, I could tell y'all from 100% of fact. I could, I could tell y'all from 100% the Sumerians were not black. Yeah, I'm right here. Could you? I'm talking. Could you hear me, God? Could you hear me? Yep. <laughs> the people. The, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, hold on. Hey, Garfield. Before you go, Garfield. Before Garfield. Before you go in, Garfield. Hey, 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 and Gozi, you're, 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 <laughs> yo, we got to deal with two people with phone issues, man. Uncle and Gozi. Right <laughs> They're like the phone, the phone twins. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's like I'm talking over Garfield. I hear Garfield talking, but I'm talking at the same time. No, me? no, no. I'm saying you, nobody's talking. You probably listen to the live stream and it's back, backed up. Well, go oh, ahead. Oh. Everybody go mute their mic. You the only one oh. talking, bro. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I had the thing planned at the same time. Okay, here's the thing. The Sumerians by no way was black. The people that y'all talking about that exist in before Sumerians were uh, Proto-Uric people. And the Proto-Uric people that exist in those zones were Proto-Yabandians. The Proto-Yabandian group comes from Neolithic C, a Neolithic B, and Neolithic A population. Now, the thing is, is that this is a trick. There is an African component with the pre-pottery Neolithic A and pre-pottery Neolithic B groups that descend from the, the, the Natufians who were paternally African. When it comes to the Sumerians, no one knows who the fuck they are. No one knows who these people are. Only thing that we can say is that they possibly came from out of Anatolia or, and some of them came from out of India. And we got proof of that. Then when you deal with the Marsh Arab DNA, you can see what's going on. But when you deal with the pre-pottery Neolithic A, B, and C group or the Proto-Ubades, you can definitely see an African component there. But at this time period, these people are remnants of Natufians who migrate out of the Nile, go into the Levant, then they go, on, uh, go on into Anatolia, mingling with pre-Anatolian groups. And then later on, by the time they make it to Mesopotamia, they're living on, they make it there as early as eight, uh, the first population make it there as early as 13,000 years. By the time you get to this, this, this so-called Yubay um, group or the Proto-Yubanian groups who was, who was established before the Uruk population, they were already lingering around way before the Sumerians get there. So, 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 so he got to follow timeline. Then the, I'm going to be honest with y'all. The Semitics, this is why Afroasiatic is so important. This is why I ride with Afroasiatic. The Semitic component linguistically that matches up with proto-Semitic speakers in Africa, you can see a Nile Valley connection. This is what makes Afroasiatic what it is. And just not, just, just not through linguistic genetics, but also through biological genetics. Biologically, you can see the common E3B thread lingering from one population of the Nile going all the way into the Arabian Peninsula for a long time. So, but we got proof of that. I got proof of that. I'm going to show that. You can't find that with no Sumerians. So this is why after, so, so basically when, a, when Brother Asar and certain people say like, um, and, and, and he's good on that, um, you, you could, when you're dealing with linguistics overall, you have to put the genetic component in it. Just not the archaeology and the anthropology and the cultural variants. you got to put the genetic phase in to see what language was these people speaking. And based off a specific trail that we see from Afro-Asiatic speakers, when they sequence the DNA of fossils that they find, you find a common African marker, that super macro E marker from the E3B. You see that component there with all Afro-Asiatic speakers. From pre-pottery Neolithic A, pre-pottery Neolithic B, pre-pottery Neolithic C, the Natufians, the Herifian groups, you can see it there. But when it comes to the Sumerians, you do not see it. You do not see hey, it. Hey man, and go Z, and go. 
You got to debate. You got to debate in a couple hours, man. Cut it out. That's going to be my knees in my damn debate. <laughs> and, and Gozi, you know he's saying that the, 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 the Nefertuans are Nefertians or whatever, that they are the Sumerians. They're, they're not. They're not, bro. Don't even worry about that. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. And he they're also not. subscribes to Sumerian being a Semitic language. Semitic? No, no. What he's using? I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say nothing. But I'm just gonna say this. What, what that brother is doing is, is hey, up, mute out, yo. What that brother is doing is mumbling and jumbling and putting shit together. One thing he's bad at, and I want to put it out there, he ain't good with time, bro. He ain't good with time. The only, the Sumerian thing that we see is through the Akkadians. Akkadians were Semitic speakers. Semitic is the late form of Afro-Asiatic. What I'm saying is that we don't know shit really about the uh, Sumerians linguistically. We know about their writing script, but when it comes to their language, we don't know what language it is. And I'm going to get into the detail why we don't know what language it is. So, 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 so he's playing game. He's webbing Syrian with Akkadian. And even, I even heard a video. Oh man, I ain't even gonna go there. Bottom line is it doesn't make sense. So but I'm just gonna say this. The Tufians are not Sumerians. They're not Sumerians. Mm -hmm. They're not even yeah, yeah. He, he listening. He listening. He listening right now. He listening right now. But let me, let me ask you this though. Um, who goes first? I don't know. I don't know how Sinatra gonna do it. I, because I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now. You're not going to win if he go last. I'm going to tell you why. He's a trickster debater. If you watch a debate with Shaka Amos, right? Uh-huh. All his slides was fake. All of them was fake. <laughs> Hold up. You know this, though, from four years ago, because I pointed it out. I'm going to show you something right now. I'm going to show uh -huh. you something. I'm going to give you a quick sample right now, right? All this stuff that he debated with Shaka Amos, he put up all these slides and said, this person said it, this person said that when that, it wasn't in the books that he posted. So you gotta have your team, Team Osiris gotta be in the background, ready to counter whatever he posts on the screen because he's gonna lie to win the debate. Uh. He's going to lie, bro. Look at, look at this, right? I don't know if you could see the screen. Uh -huh. but I showed it earlier, right? Look at this right here. He will post this and say, hey, it's in Jeremy Black's book. It ain't in Jeremy Black's book. Oh, wow. He'll post That's this again. Meru, you remember Meru, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meru found this picture. This picture right here, the scorpion man, he said it was in Jeremy Black's book. Nope, it was in this book right here. Meru found the book, The Dawn of Civilization. So what he will do is he'll mix match stuff. Like he got this out of L.A. Waddell's book and said it was in the, the first civilization, the legacy of Suma. This is what he does, bro. Just wow. Yeah, so you think that you're going to debate it. Oh, my, my information is good. Nope. Because he got that Brooklyn magic, bro. You got to go after him. <laughs> Look at this. Karen Radner book. 800 pages, bro. Me and Meru went to every page and couldn't find this. This was in his book. Guess where we wow. found L.A. Waddell? Because he didn't want people to know he was using the racist L.A. Waddell's information. So, wow. okie doke, bro. I'm telling you. I'm so, telling you, bro. So, so, he, so, basically, he should go first. Exactly. Make okay. sure he go first, man. I'm telling okay. you. Because your right. team going to catch it, but you're not going to catch it if you go first. This is why okay. he always, he's going to win if he goes last, because he could always trick the, trick the audience. 
Okay. The audience. And don't lose your cool, bro. He gonna say some flick shit. Oh, no. Try to make you lose your cool. Yeah, yeah, I see what he do. I I see what he do. I I I ain't even know that, bro. I ain't know that. But but I, I tell you this, I tell you this though, Samirians ain't us. And I will tell you this: following the phylogenetic tree or studying people that study Afroasiatic linguistically, they more connected to North African linguistically and genetically than some fucking Samirians. That's why it's important to bring the genetic component in it, not, just not through linguistic genetics. Because yes, linguistically you can't say what a person's DNA is, but when you find of stuff, I, I ain't gonna keep repeating it, but. It, 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 it makes sense. So them Acadian niggas, them niggas that came in through the Arabian Peninsula, them niggas was more closer to Africans than the fucking Sumerians. As a matter of fact, before the Sumerians got there, they took it from people who were already, we had, we had Semites already over there and other groups of people over there. Mm -hmm. No one knows mm -hmm. who Sumerians came from. <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, man. So it is what it is. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a, there's a research with some some old some um, old bones they found from 6500 BC. I don't have the printed thing right now, but if you have that, that definitely shows you directly who they are, genetically speaking. The people that actually live there. What uh, from the from the from the proto the great, or the, the, great, the great the grave sites? Yeah, from the um from the the um the Sumerian time period, 4000 BC, 4500 BC. Oh, what are you trying to say? The Sumerians. What is he trying to say? What? What? Which foolishness? He he basically want to um say that the Sumerians civilization is before Egypt civilization. So what he's using is he's using. He can't find a contemporary. Nobody says that though. No, 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 no. No, he. Listen, listen, listen. If you Google it, you're gonna see a lot of articles pop up on the Google search that says Sumer. You're gonna see it. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't make no. It hold on, dog. You walk on You walk on Barnes and Nobles right now and get a book. They are gonna say them motherfuckers are side by side, yo. Hold on, there. Did you and listen to the interview? And goes Did you listen to the interview that I did with Emily Tita from? You no, 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 no. Yeah, you gotta listen to that. You gotta listen to that. It's like twenty-five minutes. She, um, she, uh, it's on my channel. She, um, she broke it down. She said we shouldn't be arguing about who's first. It really don't make no sense. But but when you but when you look into it, Sumer was a, was like a is like a colony of Turkey, northern Syria, northern Mesopotamia, Egypt is like a colony as far as production, because yes. the cylinder seals is made by products that that originates in Egypt. So yes. Egypt is helping them directly with those cylinder seals they roll. Yes. So every time they roll a seal or roll something, that's because of Egypt. But that don't yeah. mean Egypt traded with them directly. There's an indirect component. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Garfield, you just up. said what That's I just said, Garfield. Huh? Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> they, 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 was getting, they was getting their textiles and, and stuff from Egypt. They got gold from Egypt, too, because he lied yep. and said- Tepigara. Yeah, he, Tepigara, yeah. He, he lied and said um, that the Sumerians never get, you don't see, you don't see nothing of, of Egypt and Sumer, but you find a lot of Egyptian stuff in, um, I mean, you find a lot of Sumerian stuff in Egypt, which is problematic to me. It's crazy, man. Yes. But he's, his whole narrative, but his whole narrative is to put it in this box of Abraham, coming from, you know, uh, the timeline of Abraham. You know, and basically, he basically saying that, he, he also said the Kushites were Sumerians. The Sumerians was Kushite, because he see little words like quiche. And he also says stuff like um, 
basically the Africans wasn't doing shit until these Semitic people came into Africa and gave them technology. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a racist narrative of blackwash, putting blackface in there. That's all he's doing. We're trying to use the quiche, but that's one of the words you can't find up in that area. Leo Hansberg talked about that, but he wasn't right, he wasn't right on that. Because that, that word do mean like, when you talk about kush, I think we talked about this before. You talking about kush, you be talking about that area, man. You, you ain't talking about down in Egypt. That ain't, that ain't, you ain't talking about that. That word quiche. Yeah. They got nothing to do with Nubia and all that. Not at all. Yeah, they funny. Hey, they they, mm-hmm. they 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 magicians, man. So I, I I ain't gonna talk too much on it, but uh, yeah. You gonna I, beat I, them up? Yeah. You gonna get paid? Hangle? You can't trick science. Cause science ain't based <laughs> off what you say. It's based off what you verify and prove. Yeah. Yeah. You talking crazy? And you know he's gonna go through the, the listings of um, what is a civilization? How do you define a civilization? So he's gonna go through. He's gonna go through the um. The agriculture, the system of worship, the writing, the urban centers, the craft of technology, social stratification, state government, common religion, shared culture, standards of measurement. He's going to go through the basis of what scholarship goes through. So you okay. got to make sure you have those. Yes. What's up, brother? So, so, so because you might have been farming, folks, farming actually represents failure. So that don't mean nothing. They used to get us back in the day with that. Yo, they was farming first. Wait a minute. That means your shit ain't growing naturally no more. You you can't pick it. No, but what he's trying you know what to do, what he's trying to do, Unc, he's trying to. He ain't even talking about none of the proto phase or the proto developments that are now. He, this cat low key is trying to make make sure he follows the narrative of what a civilization is based off the common standards or the common consensus. Mm-hmm. A government, uh, agriculture, uh, labor, the basic tenets that you need to have a civilization. So he's not, and, and also writing, writing with phonetic with the phonetic pattern of writing or following the rebus scale of writing. He's following all those tenets to make up what a civilization is. So if you, if we, if I bring up something like um, the developmental phases in a proto state, he'll say that that's not, that's not a civilization. He, he's just trying to equate everything based off everything the Sumerians established as a government. He's saying that that over Egypt prompts Egypt because Egypt didn't have that. And like, he also liked to bring up the 42 laws of Mayad and the 10 commandments and the code of Hammurabi you know, a little shit like that. And when did you find a lo- the first conducted law? He's going to go to a Sumerian king who had a code called, his name was Ur-Nama something or whatever. He's going to get into that. And I got an explanation for that. You know what I'm saying? But he, it's a lot of little bullshit that he do. A, little, a lot of bullshit he do. You know, really? you know what's interesting? Yeah, <laughs> really. You know what's interesting is that um, with all the stuff that, that, that um, what's the name of this dude? Wendorf. I talked about showing that um, at the edge of the Egyptian border, they had they had a culture with with, with um, whirlpool, a water irrigation system. Um, he talks about government. When I don't know anybody who who looks at Sumer as a dynasty before Sargon. Sargon is the one that really started a dynasty in that region, right. and he's and he's That's Akkadian. Right. So when you look at the king of Kish, Kish, we talked about it earlier, Itana. That's the first person to try to unite the states, but he didn't even unite all of them. You're talking about Narma. Narma united both lower and upper Egypt. Whether they agreed or not, they were united under Narma, which was which is what made Narma so great because all these other areas had their own little religious way how they worship. But you see, if you don't know Egyptian history, man, you could just say anything you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, well, hold on, let me say this yeah. real quick. Y'all see this? I mean, you can just it's say, watch this. You can go to the encyclopedia Wikipedia, and I 
don't give three flying Fs what a person think about Wikipedia. It's right here. It says Sumer is the earliest civilization in the historical region of southern Mesopotamia. It says Dorna was the Chalitic and early Bronze Ages and one of the first civilizations. Where am I? Goodness gracious. Hold on. And this shit jump, boy. And one of the, hold on, China, early 50s. One second. Okay, all right. And I said in one doing a There's an article you gave me from, from, from Wiki that had the Egyptian stuff and all of them. What, what we oh, no, hold on. It's a, hold on. Wait, wait. It's a during the Chadic and early Bronze Age and one of the first civilizations in the world, along with ancient Egypt. I mean, you can just keep going. So nobody says that Sumer was for Egypt. And then nobody in their right mind. Don't realize that you got civilizations on the now before Egypt. Like, like at a certain point, you just gotta realize you just beat. At a certain point, you just beat. Yeah, but his whole his whole thing is to support his Hebrew analysis. He's trying to support this this Hebrew phase of when people develop. He's a he's equating Sumerian, Syrian, Akkadian, and all that to equate to the whole Hebrew narrative. You know that, that legitimizes even when even when Semitics came into the North Africa. I heard him say it. He's saying that those people that came into North Africa in early stages were also the predecessors of the Hebrew people. So that equates to, to him. He thinks that's him. He's not knowing who he is. He's saying that these Eurasians was him. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if they're seeing pictures. I don't know if he's seeing the depictions of how these people would look. Even in the Hicso period, when you see the pictures of the Syria, I don't know. But he's playing games and making these people him. He thinks that's him. And he knows he's mumble jump, jumbling shit together and packaging, packaging it. To make it look like, goddamn it, like some foreign people came into Africa and we was all walking around stupid until some Semitic people came in. That's what he's trying to say. He's just putting blackface yep, on it. Exactly. He's just putting blackface on mm -hmm. it. He's just putting blackface on it. That's all he's doing. Mm. So how you know? They say so, the so, origin so, of the so, is unknown. So how he know? <laughs> how you know? He's using outdated sources. One of the, I, I'm not going to go there, but a lot of the people that he use are racist. I tell you that right now. They, they're, they're old races. None of these people can even come to a, they're not even Egyptologists. Some, a few of them been debunked from a lot of the information that he's you want, you want to hear something crazy? All right, look at this. L.A. Waddell, right? He used to go to the University of, of London and England, right? Michael Rice used to go to the same university and David Rowe used to go to the same university. Mm -hmm. All three of them. And that's his main sources right there. Michael Rice, David Rowe, and L.A. Waddell. That's crazy. Yep. University or College of London. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yep. Are any of those sources black? No. No, sir. I'm not. No, I I'm not really. I'm not really gonna. No, no, no. The issue is not that they are white. The issue is that they are Starfield. racist. Starfield. No, 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 no the I'm issue is not that they. No, the issue is not. Is not that. Daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah, it was a joke. I've been facetious. I knew they weren't. Yeah, they they were they was racist. They have a racist narrative. It, it, it's a lot yeah. of stuff in Egypt that they not even that they haven't even Hell. found or excavated yet. And, and, right. and that shit in Sumer and Mesopotamia was trash, bro. It was trash. Yeah. It don't even make sense. The phases they, they they floods was unpredictable. They didn't know what the fuck was gonna hit them unexpectedly. They were surrounded. They were always warm with each other. So they never had a a one world union like we did. Uh, don't say that. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Say that for later. Say that for later. <laughs> don't put too much out, bro. Yeah, I catch myself. But yeah, man. Yeah, we don't want them to try to use anything you say against you. 
Yeah, I'm sure he's listening now. I hope Garfield Garfield should take this down and put it back up <laughs> before before he uh, catch hold to it. Nah, he gone. He gone. He gone. He listening. He listening every day, man. He listening every day. But you know what though, the guys are good. He he knows how to manipulate sources to fit him. So as long as you're well rounded and you know where he's coming from, then you're good to go. You oh know? yeah. We know we got writing. And you know we got the, um, the evidence from visible language that talks about the first salient writing in Egypt is around 3750. So that beats him up. And oh, yeah. you don't say 3500 for Proto-Sumerian. So no, you already, you already read the writing argument. Writing argument is, is in your pocket. Trade seals, man. And not to apply at 5000 BC. He also no Sumerian used boat analysis, there. talking about the boats. I got that. I showed it earlier. Because it was a crash, a boat crash, and that shows Sumerians in Egypt. No, I showed it earlier. Hold up. So I got that. I got that too. You got got the boat. You got the boat. So you got the boats already? You got that already? So yeah. What are you talking about? Why? Because they in Egypt with some Sumerians on a boat. Who said that? I think Lion Land. Yeah, yeah, fine. Hey, 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 I'm gonna we're gonna have fun, brothers. I'm gonna rotate off him, man. Peace and love to y'all. Thanks, God, and Gozi, you got this? Do you have this? Look at this, look at the screen. Oh, what's that? A boat? Yeah, it's a boat that was drawn on a pebble from 7000 BC. Ah, uh... the <laughs> earliest evidence for an ancient boat on the Nile is a rock art pictograph that dates in the Mesolithic period. The El Sahala Archaeological Product of the Italian Institute for African and Oriental Studies has been working in the central yes. Sudan since the fall of 2000. So, wow. so this here is an image. If you, look, if you look at this, this is a maritime archaeology of great interest to maritime archaeology because it predates what they wrote or what they said um, boats looked like. This is, the oldest, this is the oldest evidence in Suma right here. That's it, a piece of rock. They ain't got no more evidence. <laughs> this is what we have in Egypt right here. These are real oh, boats. But this here is a painting on the on the pebble rock, and it looks just like the boats that he said went into Egypt. Right. Hey, hey, show, hey, show that Sumerian piece again, okay? Show them what they had. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, 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 daddy. Oh, man. That's yeah, funny. Man. Yep, that's what they got. They're always they real boats. <laughs> yeah, we ain't, we ain't gonna don't fall for the okie doke, bro. Them dudes, oh man, oh man, yeah, they crazy, yo. For the pseudo speak. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. But man, peace and love, man. Thanks, God, Phil, for allowing me to come on, man. And man, we about to anytime, get it in. Anytime, bro. Get it in. Anytime. We fun. got. Yeah, well, tomorrow. I, I, I you can come on tomorrow after the, after it's over. You can come hey, on. I, I'm a raw squad up, Goldie. Oh, for sure. I'm a raw squad up. Team Osiris on the horizon. We unite, yo. I'm gonna holler at you. All right, All right bro. Cool. Peace, peace, bro. Peace, man. Peace. Yeah, and that's all I was saying. This is going to be so funny. <laughs> yo, you crazy, sir. <laughs> Sounds crazy, yo. I thought that's what we was all saying. We weren't saying it. Uh-oh, he, a Hebrew in the building. A Hebrew in the building. He fool. We call him he fool. He fool. He fool in the building. <laughs> he fool. Friend, he fool. Like, because out tonight, they're going to need somebody to cry on their shoulders. They're going to commit suicide. They're going to be on suicide watch for at least 72 hours after this debate. 
Hold on a second. Renegade Ralph. Um, London is going to be on like 1 in the morning. Daddy. On London. What's up? I got the fall. Hold on. Got... Hold on. Stay right here. <sighs> They're going to be on suicide watch. Yeah, I'm going to check on your Hebrew friends tonight, man. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. There's a question in the audience for me, but I don't see the question. Where is the question at? Where is the question, brother? More for whoever it's rusty boots. All right, old boy, go ahead. Post your question, man. Why everybody so quiet? What happened? Yo, Dude, I was waiting for the question. I wanted to see what the question was. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I don't see no question. Uh-oh, Shez moves in the chat. Uh-oh. Did everybody join Garfield's email blast? I mean, text blast, where you text the number 818-818, and you text the words dagger. Text the word dagger to 818-818, and you'll be on my text blast list. Come on down, man. Be a part of what we're trying to build here. We're trying to build a team, a winning team, a hundred man a woman team. Do you believe in a God type or a system of spiritual things? No. I don't believe anything. Text the word dagger to 818-818-818-818. Join my text blast team. And um yes, sir. Two, three, five. All right, cool. Now, just because I'm talking about numbers, you trying to tell people tell people my phone number? Cut it out, man. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out, man. Cut it out. Text the word dagger to 818-818 right now. Come on, family. Text the word dagger to 818-818 so that anytime I'm going live, you get a text. Or anytime you're going to hear about the 100-man and woman team, you're going to hear about my book. You're going to hear about opportunities to work from home. You're going to hear about real estate, how you could get fifty yeah. to 60000 for your business right now. There's ways that you could get it. You're basically going to be a part of my 100-man woman team or a part of the, the Dagger Squad Club. And you're going to get, get, hey, listen, man, I'm just going to say this. No more bad credit people around me. No more. Yeah, I don't believe in anything, Drake Sanders. No, I don't. LSJ Keys, what's up? What's up, Israelite? Come on, let's go. What's good? What's good, man? All praises to the most high. You're going to be mad in a minute, so let's hurry up and get it over with. Let's go. <laughs> nah, I, I just want to uh, remark to the brother uh, who was speaking about Turkey. You got to be very careful, man, because a lot of things I hear a lot of people say, they might not know it at the time, but they're really speaking the hermetic hypothesis. And the hermetic hypothesis states that there is a branch of Hamites, look how crazy this sounds, that are actually Caucasoids that was the ones to establish all the great centers in the ancient world. Turkey was an ancient center of black people. When you look at the Hittite empire, they were closely related to not only the Egyptians, but also to the Sumerians. So yeah, man, the Hittite empire was a black people. I don't believe that. Stop it. I mean, what you say, Garfield? You made that up. No, that's that's a fact. I, I, um, what do you mean, black is in African? 
black as in if they was driving down the street, they'd get pulled over by the cops, like that type of black. Not East, not East Indian black, but West Indian black. I've heard that before too. Now that's a fact. I, that's what I'm saying. Like all these great centers of civilization, those all, even the ones in Europe, were started. Hold on a second, beloved. Hold on a second. Given life by hand. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hey, Strife77, seven, seven. what's up, bro? Long time, man. Hey, Unquest. Let me ask my brother Unquest real quick. Because Unquest saw the images on the walls, and um, I think they were dark skinned people. I, I don't know. I mean, if you see, once we start classifying and playing this racial stuff about black, we fall into a trap. And I don't want us to fall into a trap. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. There were some people that were more than likely probably dark skinned or, or probably some of them probably lighted, looked like N'Gozi or a little yeah. darker than N'Gozi. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, where you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to ask you, Uncle, because you saw, I haven't seen the pictures on the, the, the Gobel Tepe. You saw them images. What do they look like? Do they look like Ngozi or do they look like you? They got no. They got me and Gozi and some and some and some jet black dudes on the wall. Time. Oh, so they got yep, so they yep, got yep. so they got different looking type of people who we would yeah. consider today black. But I mean, but at the end of the day, no, 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 no. All right, go ahead. Correct. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I'm just saying with dark black skin. Just because you got dark black skin don't mean a hell of nothing. The reality of the situation, but I'm saying you got brown skin, dark brown skin, and light brown. That's all I was saying. I ain't said it was, it was nothing. You feel me? I'm just simply saying that it, that's what it is on the wall. People people walk back and forth, migrate back and forth, trade back and forth. That's the that's the point I'm trying to make that go through. So persons jump up and say they this, they that. You just know what they know. Yeah, that's that's what I see. Yeah, like, I think I think I think I, I, I'm moving in the direction, man. Mika Mika hit a nerve with me the other day. I want to move away from this dark or they black and all that stuff and, and using these differentiations because um, if you look at the um, the ancient the indigenous North American and you look at some images they had on their walls, they they had different images. Some were dark, some were red, some were. It's, it's like how in Egypt how we see them paint them red, but we want to say that they're black. And some of the images no, look dark, dark, dark. They look brown, light brown. They look Ngozi like. They look like Ong shade. They look like Mika shade. They look like Ma shade. So people come in different type of shades. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Garfield, who I mean, was this person? Ibn Khaldun. Khaldun was a um was a writer. He was a, like a medieval writer. Yeah, go ahead, brother. No, I mean that's called the eyeball test, man. This shit ain't no good scientific evidence. That's that. That's what Leo Hansbrain was using at first. Uh, you know, and so we don't got to do that no more. So, so you know, talk about race, that's been disqualified in science. There's no such thing as race. I mean, you talk about cultures. I mean, ethnic groups, people with like, like understanding, you know, beliefs, uh, set beliefs. You feel me? Look at look up the term, ethnic group. So, I mean, you know, that, that was the beginning stages when we was trying to learn our history. We went with the black, the, the eyeball test. Well, uh, what's his name, man? The first, uh, he, he, he kind of opened up the door for everybody. Uh, Nature knows no color line. Jay line. Rogers. Yeah, so Jay Rogers kind of started that. Yo, he only had what he had. Like, what you expect out the nigga? Why nobody doing that? 
specifically for black people. So he had what he had. He went, he went, he traveled, he seen the statue, it looked black to him. You know what I'm saying? No more than when Christopher Columbus came to 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 this side of the world and the natives, he seen they was dark brown. So in his mind, what else is he gonna say? He don't know about anthropology, they don't know about that. They just looking all they know that dark-skinned people or brown people come from Africa. They don't know. You know what I'm saying? They go to India, they think they, they, they shit, they think they black people. Like, come on, man. Like, this is this is 2020, man. All that shit niggas are trying to pull. They get beat straight the hell up. That's why I don't nobody want to deal but, with the uh, family. Those people, excuse me, those people in uh, Hati. Hold on a second, they, bro. Hold on a second. Unk, are you finished with your point, brother? I know he came in with the super yeah, cutoff. We're we're going, but, nah, we ain't doing that today. Are you finished, brother Unk? <laughs> yeah, he can go ahead. He broke my <laughs> Oh, man. I tell you, boy. My bad. Yeah. I, do not want, I do not want to stir y'all up because y'all don't play no games with the SNL. Go ahead, yo. I'm going to let you rock off. I yeah, forgot. You don't forget it's, what I was saying. Go ahead. Excuse, excuse me, Aki. So, uh, I'm saying the man of Hattie, when you look at the uh, reliefs there, the reliefs speak to them not being East Indian because they're in the style where you see the knotted head and the knotted beards. So when, you know, you write, you know, black is more than just Africa. Black is where Africans started, but they migrated out. And when you look at the land of Hattie, it's, it's very interesting. We see that the Indo-European languages started there. And when you look at the, the city of Watusa, Watusa, which is the city of Troy, that was a, a, a satellite colony of Hattie, of Hittite land. And those were what we would call more or less Caucasians. But the Hittites, they were the transition from black people to white people in the terms of geographical uh, location. So it is very important that we uh, understand that. I can, can I ask you a question? What? I have never heard that before. So do you, what uh, book you read that at? Read it. Which part? You can make that up. Which part? About the reliefs or about the Indo-European language? Yeah, where you get that from? I know you ain't make that up. Where you get that from? <laughs> he just made that up, bro. Did he? You made it up. I was giving you credit. No, I, I didn't make it up. When you look at the reliefs, it tells you that. When you no, look at the no, history, no, 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 no. In the uh, chat, so we can I'm see. Saying, yeah, when you look at the relief, are you saying when? So if me and you look at relief, we would say this, or at the bottom of the relief, it says something. What are you saying? No, what I'm saying, when you mm -hmm. look at the reliefs, when you look at me, it so has to look at the relief, right? right. It has okay. the same qualities that you see in other reliefs in so-called African lands, or. You yeah, know, when they that. have the curled beards and the curled hair, that's, yeah, that's what that. you call anthropology. You know, no, that's called the eyeball right. test. No, that's, eyeball well, test. It's, that's a big part of it. Yeah. So no, that's a right, big right, part right. of it. You can't say that's that. a big part of it. Those same Hebrews in Lakish that was on the wall, they have that same hairstyle as them, which indicates which indicates oh, them to be black. Wait a minute. And Wait a that's, minute. I'm sorry, let me just finish this real quick, my brother. That's the same lookership 
that no. Ivan Van Sertima used when he was looking at the old Mac heads, no, determining he that they were of no, Ethiopian origin based on the hair, my brother. No, nah. he, he didn't do that. Though. Hold on, okay. let me say this about. Let me, let hold me on, say Ong, this Ong, about Ong, Ong, hold on, hold on one second, Unc. You said based on the. I'm sorry, guys. Based on the what? The hair? What about the hair? Wait. When you looked at the Olmec statues, right, that was a determining factor that Dr. Sir Van Sertima used to indicate uh, what, that what they were of African origin. Okay, I don't want to talk about Van Sertima, but go ahead, Unc. I'm gonna leave well, that. I'm up. just I'm saying, leave. Ivan Van Sertima didn't come up with that, bro. He went to the right. museum in Mexico, and they right. said that. Right, and, and he, and he, so don't no, oh, man, hold on. All right, so don't put that on Ivan, yo. He was going with the available information, bro. <laughs> So you can't put it on Ivan. He just was recording what the museum and stuff was trying to say. They didn't know neither. Shit, they was using the eyeball test. Was it the worst shit to use in science? But see, uh, you can't use revisionist you history that? on a person's opinion when you're dead, bro. No, we not That's, listen, This bro. is things he said. Did you, hold, on, did you, hold on, did you read his book? Nope. Yes, I read his book. <laughs> so then you gotta stop playing then. Y'all be read his book. You can't even read his book. Talking like this, you couldn't read his book, yo, because he ain't ever say he was. No, hold on, hold on, no, hold on, no, um, which one you talking about? Hold on, they came before Columbus, Columbus. right? Now, the the thing about they came before Columbus, scratch that. He he wrote papers clearing up his position. Yeah, because he the the uh the community the scientific community came at him full blast over that. So then okay, that's, that's when he went into his sources and he right. was saying he got it from other places. So that's, that's what, the point of you know, Right, that's, that's fine. So, so, okay, that's that's fine. I'm, I'm just saying what the brother has said and what the brother has written. Oh, man. Anyway, the point I want to make is the eyeball test is the worst shit you can do, yo. When it comes to biology, yo, you get tricked every time. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot look at a person and think, you can go to Adam and Eve's Island, yo. You would swear they were Sub-Saharan African. They jet black with the peppercorn hair. You couldn't comb it if you wanted to, yo. You would say, yo, they Sub-Saharan African. You ever, you ever seen them people? What people are you talking about? In the, in the Adam and Eve's Island. These dudes. Oh, black the Adam and Eve's Island, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you think they Africans from Africa? Do you think that? I think they originally come from Africa, yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. Man, everybody originally come from Africa. That's not <laughs> So, but that is tricky, though. Right, that is a tricky. Really tricky. You worded it. That's a, when he, yeah, when he said that way, it's trick. Everybody no. from Africa. Yeah, but if if you, if you think about it, they stayed in the zone where their features ain't have to change. Right. Right. Yeah. It's called. Right. I forget so, the name of it. It's a certain name to it. Where you can have something that looks just like it. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just developed in the same type of ecological niche, but that don't mean it's that. And it's a name. It, but they, it, it, so, so when they came from Africa, they didn't look like that? No, these niggas, they got a whole different hollow group. You can, you can look at their hollow group and tell how it mutated and transformed over time. For sure. I'm talking about up. the look of ship, not, not the... Uh, oh, oh, yeah, the look of ship. Yeah, the look of ship. Exactly. Yeah, look of ship. I mean, they're Right, their phenotype originated where? All phenotypes originated in Africa. Oh, no, their phenotype originated in Africa. And they kept that phenotype because they stayed in the same uh, zones, right? Like, far as the equator. 
Right. So, so that's, that's, that's not that's, that's not true, my man. You yeah, had people. No, you had you had people in what? the so-called Near East that possessed Egyptian and Ethiopian features. I ain't talking no. about Egyptian. Yeah, what he's saying. He's saying something. He's talking about the Adam and Island. They all part of an older people. Right. right. The point I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is and articulate, which I'm not doing a good job at. Is that you would look them in the face and you would argue me down that they African because they kept the features, but they not they they non-African because they mutated outside of the continent of Africa. They Mm -hmm. not African. They not for the family we from. So one, so so once a person so once a person mutates or whatever, they are no longer they are no no longer African. No, they no they call them non-African. So in literature you'll read African and non-African in the scientific literature. And then you'll get down to the end of the paragraph and it'll say, everybody is African. So why did they so, just say so, African and non-African? Hold on. So why did they say African and non-African? What they're saying is, is that the genetic mutation occurred outside of the continent of Africa. That's the, that's the distinction they make with non-African. Right, right. Which is different from a group of Africans walking somewhere 500 years and you find them. They ain't mutated. They the same. Like, like we 500 years, we ain't mutated. We got a lot of mixture, but we ain't mutated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, you feel we got a lot of admixes. So this thing occurs over time. Environments, environmental pressures, environmental stresses. So the point I was trying to make is, is that the worst thing you can ever sell to a mouth in 2020, based off the genome getting mapped out, is to say, that person looks like this. Nope. Leave that for Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus <laughs> in the board. Yeah, I mean that's just a, that's why it's so problematic for um, people to say that um, they are descendants of those people from the Levant region because they the out of Africa theory places this about what 50, 55,000 years ago, and mm-hmm. it's been multiple series of mixing of other humanoid species mm-hmm. that we have. It's documented. We have the records of this stuff. And so if you are to say that you are a descendant of those people, that will be in your genetics. It's not there for African-Americans. Right. Yeah. Hey, my buddy, if, if, if I believe that this world was 55,000 years old, I, I wouldn't be an Israelite. So, I mean... Yo, hold on. You still an Israelite, yo? Yeah, I'm, I'm an Israelite. I'm, I'm, I'm damn You got to stop. Listen, Listen, man. At a certain point, I'm, you got to stop that. And let me tell you why. <laughs> you have... No, seriously, uh, listen to me, yo. You have some of the most intelligent people I've ever talked to on this subject. So you got Kyel, right? I promise you, when I met him, he was a Hebrew. And I swear, he was one of the most intelligent Hebrews I've ever talked to before. Then you got Garfield. What they're giving you is they're actually giving you college-level doctoral program information. And enough people don't give them credit for that. They're, I'm telling you, they literally giving you what you learn when you're trying to earn your doctoral degree. You know, it's called theologians. They 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 give you uh, theologian information. That's why would nobody debate them. Exactly. Because they already know you're not gonna just run over them with that. Oh, Abraham and the Bible shit. The Christians do not listen to their theologian. So I'm telling you that you hanging around, right? And you start to sound crazy trying to say stuff. <laughs> it, it ain't it's like you. It's like you want the conversation. And, and, and you seem to be very intelligent and very articulate, but you won't stop the nonsense. It's like you're afraid of God or something. If you don't got the right God, you don't get struck down and go to hell. Relax, mm. bro. Everybody got a God on the planet, yo. All cultures, they come up with something. 
relax, yo. And if you want the information, go get that. But you ain't no damn Hebrew. You're African-American. Ancestors got caught up, and that's what you is. Go get a DNA test, yo. Stop being afraid. Now, right. if you say, well, right. brother, um, I just accept the religion of that, then I'm going to shut the fuck up and just keep laughing at you every time you say something. I get it. You can accept any religion you want, bro. But don't no, say I'm a line Hebrew. Don't do it, bro. You're too, you're too smart for that. You're too smart for that. Right. Check, check it out. Um, this is what you got to understand. See, I'm having a conversation with you on an anthropo- anthropological level, an archaeological level, <laughs> but not on a scientific level because science, it changed every five years. You know, no, it's trending time. No, what is, not, what is science? What is science? What is science today can be pseudoscience tomorrow, and that's a fact. So I don't, I don't jump, I don't jump in that science too much because that's, that's too, it's too many, it's too many, it's too many variables with it. So hold on, anthropology is science, bro. Anthropology. anthropology is the study of cultures, my brother. It's, thought, it's still a, oh my god, okay. I'm done. I'm, I, 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 y'all, I don't even have nothing else to say. If you don't understand anthropology is science, I don't know what else to say. Like so anthropology study the culture. So what is they? What do they use to study culture? With anthropology, they use archaeology to study of ruins, paleontology study of bones. You know what I'm saying like the, the, the uh, evolution, all that. It's contained within language, linguistics. It's all within anthropology, yo. You see right. the mistake you just made? No. So, so get away no. from that. Just, yeah. just stay in the tour, yo. Don't move. Nah, listen what I'm saying. Don't move. No, don't move. Anthropology, archaeology, all of that, when you really look at it, it's really a discipline. It's not a science at all. No, anthropology, within anthropology. When you really want to get down to the brass tacks. No, do you get that, though? You got to get that first. The anthropology is the study of culture. So my question to you is, what do they use to study culture to identify stuff? They use use archaeological digs. They yes. use they use historical data. They uh, use bone. bones, bone. right? And they bone. take all of that mm-hmm. and they piece together a story. Right. So that's, why are you that's saying all that is? Just, so do you get when, crazy? I'm sound? talking about the, the science. Hold on. Hold on. So when you make this statement, that I don't mess with that science because it changed. It sounds crazy to those who are scientifically literate, bro. It sounds good to your Hebrew brothers. Aha, he got them. No, dude. Archaeology is part of it's a discipline. It's multidisciplinary, yo. Right, but it's not scientific, though. That's what I'm saying. And but the no, science that I'm let me right. show you. Let me show you. So let's say we find an archaeological dig, right? And we date it at a certain thing. Maybe 10 years from now, when they find a better dating te- technique, the day change, bro. You get that? Right. And and everything okay. you're saying right now, you're going to have to say, oh, I was wrong. You feel me? That's what but I'm that's, saying. But that's right? what, but listen, that's okay. You just can't say you're wrong when it comes to the tour. So like God so, made the heaven and the earth, and that's it. Like, you can't say so you're wrong. Else it's you know it's quite possible you're speaking pseudoscience to us right now. No, that wouldn't be pseudoscience. That means it was wrong based off of more available data. We have corrected ourselves. That's what it means. Not, pseudoscience is anti-science. You just be wrong. Like, you know, scientists are wrong all the time, bro. The Bible is not wrong. The Bible is all right. Everything you read in the Bible came from yeah, God. Yeah, the Bible never been wrong. Right. right. There you, do right. you get it? Do you get that? 
What you mean? How ludicrous that sound? Think about this. Well, for prove me. it. Prove it to me. I don't have prove it. You prove it. Okay. So you you just, can't prove you it. Just prove it. Prove you can't it. prove it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Watch this. Watch this. So was the Bible written by human beings? Say that again. What? Do human beings make mistakes? Facts all the time. You making Are one you right sure? now, brother. Okay, that's fine. So you agree that human beings make mistakes, right? Do you also yeah. agree that human beings are imperfect? Yeah. Make mistakes, imperfect, all that. The next question, did human beings write the Bible? Right, they, they wrote the Bible. Okay. Did human beings say that God inspired them to write the Bible? Hmm. Yeah, they, they said this is what the most high told them. Yeah. Okay, so then you just killed yourself. Yo, I'm done with the conversation. Now, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Go figure out why you're done. Go, go rewind it and say, why did Unc just kill me? I ain't going right. to tell you. You're done. You're done. Right. Floyd Mayweather style. Yeah, yeah. you're done. Right. And I you mean, don't get tired of that. Wow, yo. You don't really get tired of this. You're going to say, why does nigga kill me like that? Damn. Uh, I gotta say, there's nothing in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that's been debunked, bro. Right, if women come out of the ribs of him, of men, go about that. Talk about Isaiah chapter 19. Let's go. Yeah, pull it out. All right. I'm gonna say this. All right, I'm gonna read it for you. I'm gonna ask you when this happened, right? When did this verse happen? And it says Isaiah 19 and 5 reads. And the water shall fail from the sea, and the river shall be wasted and dried up. And it's referring to the Nile River. When did the Nile dry? Oh, it's over. It, it, look here. Let me tell you something about that. No, no. Like, just give me more. <laughs> I'll let you answer, but give me. So you saying, so you, so you saying that verse you just read said the Nile is going to dry up. That's what, That's what it said. That's what it said. Well, you okay? You read it. You read it. Then tell me who it's talking about. What it's talking about. Then. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's the wrong view, yo. It's to Mendel. I hear a bomb. I'm driving without my seatbelt. This shit about to blow up on that verse, yo. <laughs> I hear a bomb. <laughs> So you had Isaiah 19, right? I, let me see. You better hurry up. You better hurry up, yo, for the Bible exploding your hand. Hurry up. Let me put my seatbelt on, man. I know that. He don't even get it, though. Deep in it. You already said humans are imperfect. So he was all ain't perfect, perfect. He get it. Okay. Yeah. It don't seem like he gets so, it. So you at verse six, right? It says, and the water shall fall from the sea and the river shall be wasted and dried up. And they shall turn the rivers far away and the brooks of the fence shall be emptied and dried, dried up. The reeds and flags shall wither. <laughs> so, so what I'm asking you, no. like, now, now, I ask you a question, but it's how this goes. Yeah. Right. All right. What's your, what's your, what's your question? I'm asking you when, when did the Nile dry up? Uh, I couldn't tell you that, my brother. Okay, so we, we can assume that it did never dry up because no one has ever written that said. Let me, 
let me let me let me tell you something that's real important. It probably take you far in life, right? <laughs> the absence, the absence of evidence, bro, is not evidence, bro. You heard me? Just because it doesn't say something doesn't mean that's no, not. We actually have no, We actually oh, have evidence. We so do got evidence. We got evidence, bro. Well, what's you know what's now coming from? So you, have, show so you have a so you yeah. so yes. okay. So you have a farmer's almanac from Egypt for every year. You don't need that. That's what you tell. All you need is all you need is geological surveys. We know that now. No, yes, no, you do. No, listen. You you. relax for a minute, bro. You gonna end up sounding crazy again. Do you know where the Nile comes from? Do you know? Nope. You ever heard of Blue Nile and the White Nile, yo? The Blue Nile and the White all that Nile. Shit, the all that shit leads to Lake Victoria, yo. Lake Victoria, yeah. Okay, so what yo, that means? I'm trying to tell you, the geologist can tell you how long Lake Victoria been there, oh, yo. Geology. Just like Lake Michigan. Listen, yo, listen. Just like Lake Michigan. You know, like in Lake Michigan, that shit come from when the ice melted. They know it, yo. Like right. the, break, the fresh water lakes. They end up leading to the sea. Like, they know that, bro. Like, you can't run around in 2020. So, you're, you're, so, 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 your evidence is, is modern science, right? Which modern science is fine and dandy. Yo, can you understand what I'm saying? Just like your truck run off a diesel, bro. You can't argue that. Why would I argue with you over that? That 18 wheeler, you know what I'm saying, run off a diesel. You'd be like, yo, shut up, unk, you crazy as hell. No, yo, one day, you know, it was, you'd be like, unk. Unk, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't I don't argue with science. You argue yes, against me. You argue against science. Religious stuff goes back to the God of the gap theory, right? So mm-hmm. people cannot prove they superimpose this God idea like, oh well, hey, you can't prove it this something happen. I put out there. But not- at the same right, at at the same time, bro. I don't I don't argue with that because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna debunk itself. Give it enough time. It's gonna. No, go. man. No, it's not. Come on. No. All right, y'all. I'm gone, y'all. Peace. All right, fam. I was waiting for Sheffrey to leave so I could come back, yo. Thank God he's gone. You <laughs> fake ass barber. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, thanks to everybody that's supporting the text blast, man. I'm at 228 people so far. I want to say if you're interested in the 100 man and woman team, you're interested in Abjuwear with my brother Unk. You're interested in starting your own, selling your own sneakers. If you're interested in helping your people any way you can, if you're from South Dakota, if you're from New Hampshire, Iowa, it doesn't matter where you're from. We're going to build up this 100 man or woman team. We're going to deal with real estate. We're dealing with mortgages. We're dealing with credit, trade lines, funding. Um, we're dealing with a lot of different things, family. Jump on the text blast of the Dagger Squad. All you got to do is text the words dagger to 818-818 and you join the text blast. So every time we're going live, boom, we shoot a text. People say they're not getting the links. Come on. Even if you don't agree with Garfield, I know you agree with the 100 man and woman team. You're going to find tips. You're going to find lessons. You're going to get an update on my book. You're going to get an update on a lot of different things that's going on in the community. Some po- only positivity. Ain't no negative. I ain't going to send out no text blast to 5,000 people saying, yo, let's hate on Zylex book tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Ain't none of that craziness, man. We here for mm-hmm. positive vibes, positive energy, and we're taking it to a whole nother level. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
for those who stayed on until late, because it's kind of late. We started late. Why Sheffrin jump off? What happened? Was Elias was some pseudo stuff? Yeah, he was, yeah, he he was, was out he there, was, yo. My head ate. Right. Yeah, he beat himself up. He beat himself up without any meaning. Mm. Damn. He was like, the Bible is perfect. I ain't no mistakes in the Bible. I said, okay. I said, are humans perfect? No. So you agree they're infallible? Yup. I said, so the humans say that God is found right the Bible? Yup. And I said, well, there you go. There's your answer. Then. Like you said. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hold up. I got to hey, play God, this part. You... The end of the debate yesterday with um with with, with Gorilla Hebrew. Yo, you got to see this family. I got to play this part of last night's debate. This is the funniest thing. Fun. Last night was Gorilla Hebrew versus Sanchez. I don't really care about the debate. I want to watch that today. But I got to play this part real quick. Hold up. I got to find this real quick. Hold on. That shit was funny. That was a No, when he asked him the question at the end, did Jesus walk on water? No, 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 no. If Jesus was raised from the dead or some crap like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Who asked Gorilla Hebrew that? Yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Brother Sanchez at Gorilla Hebrew that. Oh, I know Gorilla Hebrew no better. He gonna say no, I don't believe that. Then what he say? I don't know what he say, girl. I ain't got him saying that. He know better. Nah, watch what he say. Uh, oh, girl, I'm gonna give you a call, yo. When you see <laughs> stepping back, yo, no, you ain't stepping back. <laughs> she gonna say no, nah, yo. Might walk on damn water. <laughs> He gave y'all the etymology of element. Well, That's not the etymology. You break the word down. You look up the definition of ale. You, you bite your tongue in a minute. You're showing that going so hard. If you do your etymology on mint, you will see it's dealing with the mind, like government. Ale represent God. Mind represents the mind of God, which everything was created from. That's what I'm telling you about conception. It starts in the mind. So that's what I'm saying. But we've been misinterpreting. He also said, I quoted the Bible on, on my channel. I want to say he's right about that. I quote the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud, the newspaper, the source magazine. You see what I'm saying? I can take information from anywhere because if I don't, he's going to accuse me of not showing up with sources for my argument. So I'm going to pull from different sources like the Bible or this and that to even build an argument. Meaning if I'm debating a Christian, I'm going to show him the problem I got and quote the scripture. Or I may even uh, use the Bible to show you how the enemy is planning out our future and passing it off as prophecy. So I got to use that which I have on trial. I need the killer in the courtroom if I'm going to convict him. And before I ask this question, when I talked about my mama, me creating my mama, I'm talking about she couldn't call herself a mother without me. Just like a killer can't call itself a killer if he ain't killed nothing. It's the act that gives them the title. And me, is I'm the product of the action. So you see what I'm saying? That's a very simple thing. Birth is what made my mother a, a, a mother. And when she was welcomed into motherhood with other women who gave birth. But if it wasn't for me 
then she wouldn't be able to call herself a mother. That's just very simple. He spent a lot of time telling y'all what I'm doing again instead of just doing him. And he spent this time insulting me and saying shimmy, shimmy, ya, ya, some shit like that. But uh, what I would say is that just because you use words like scholarship and all that, that means nothing, bro, because scholarships is just people who are scholastic. I mean, you read a lot of books, but books right. don't make you smart. You Let me ask, ask a question. A question. That's, that's the question. What, since you calling me a pseudo, where's your scientific evidence of a man walking on water? How do we prove that with science? Brother, until you can give me a scientific source, I won't, I won't answer anything about science. It's question time. Well, well, yeah, this this questions, this question well, time. Well, like on, I, like I said, he he didn't give me any science. I'm not giving him any. I asked him already in in my round to prove to me, and he said he just believed. So how about this? I just believe. Okay, so so let me just then oh, say oh, something oh, to oh, the people. Like it, like it. But so, hold on, like, hold on, gorilla. If he didn't point? answer your questions, then that's up to the people. But no, this okay, is the I'm time okay. for question and answers right here. Right. What's this, right. What's, what's this format? What? What's well, the format of this round? Question and answers. Okay, but I'm yeah, saying, bro. Is, is there a time limit? Does he just get to ask me questions right now? And then no, I no, no, no. You ask him next. You right after you answer his question, he then it's that. your turn to ask no, him I, a question. I don't know that because it hasn't been defined, brother. Yes, brother. I, that's the way it is. I, it's going to go down like that. How do I know? So you you ask me a question. I yeah, answer. and then you will be able to ask him a question, and he will have to answer you. But he ain't gonna answer my question. Go ahead, ask again, brother Sanchez. All right, let me ask you. I already answered this question. So you have no scientific proof. You just believe it. That that right there. Okay. Well, I asked another one. I asked another one. You already asked the question. So right, hold on, hold on, Sanchez. He okay, asked, cool. okay, and he said right. he just believe it. So, uh, brother Gorilla, he he's the pseudo then. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Um, ask your question. Okay. Okay. I'm just prove. So my next question, since we're dealing with so-called science, where's your scientific proof that a man got up from the dead and walk again? How can we prove that with science? Because that's what your whole salvation based on. Men do it all the time in hospitals all across the United States of America. People flatline and come back to life. Am I lying? Okay, let me answer your question. If what you saying is the case of Jesus, then they want a miracle, brother. Case that ended the debate right there. Think about that now. If if, if ever raised from the dead, it was no miracle for Jesus. End the conversation. He killed him. Killed him. Go ahead, Ong. Where Ong got? Ong still here? That was cool. Killed himself. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let me let me go back to eleven. Le no, what do you say? Say it again. Run it again. Oh, I'm what play right now. Play right now. Go ahead. Where's your scientific proof that a man got up from the dead and walked again? How can we prove that with science? Because that's what the whole salvation based on. Men do it all the time in hospitals all across. United States of America, people flatline and come back to life. Am I lying? Okay, let me answer your question. If what you saying is the case of Jesus, then they want a miracle, brother. Case slow. Bam! You said it was a miracle. Bam! 
the conversation. In the conversation. Check inmate. <laughs> Yo, Man. that was crazy. That was a four move checkmate. Yeah. Hey, I want to pose a question to Hebrews too. This, this is a question that I had when I was a Hebrew, right? And I, I believed in the whole book at one point in time until I actually came across this thought process, right? So if, if Yeshua or Yahweh was the sacrifice for your sins, why would the Hebrews then have to go into slavery? Either he, they, they didn't get fulfilled or it was an invalid sacrifice. Woo! I need, mm. to add that, I need to add that to my book. What the hell? Right. Oh, man. You need to re, re ask oh, that man. question again, man. That was, oh, a, man. that was a real last question. I like that. Why would, if he came to save everybody, as, as, but then again, to the Hebrew Israelites might come back and say, well, that's Christian thinking. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. They might come back and say that, though. But, but, but it's a good point. Why would Jesus need to die if you're still going to go to right. slavery? Mm-mm. Right. Mm. That guy mm. seems to hate y'all. <laughs> good point, brother. Good point, Kyle. Kyle, you're about to be the top of the dagger squad in a minute. You, you're going there, brother. You're about to get there. Hey, man, watch out, man. <laughs> Yo, crazy. Yo, it's crazy, man. That's so you got a flat earth for Augen with a I ain't never heard of stuff. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That was a crazy <laughs> debate last night, bro. You you know what's funny? We have influenced all of them. Since when did they try to argue science? Think about that, yo. Mm-hmm. Since when the pseudo this and pseudo that it's funny, yo. Like they trying to run too fast, yo. Like you can't like it's funny as shit to me, yo. Can, can I show y'all something real quickly on the screen? Everybody look at the screen for a minute. What's that right there? Can anybody tell me what that is? Look like a birthday cake with a mask on. COVID cake. All right. It's a birthday cake. It's a COVID cake with Lysol and Scott toilet tissue. Isn't that the funniest cake you've ever seen in your life, family? Make <laughs> that on a mask. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even see the mask. Y'all saw that. I was just looking at the lights all on the Scott. That's a hell of a damn cake, yo. Hell of a damn <laughs> cake. That's what I was picking up today, Unc, when I, when I, when I hung up. That's oh, crazy. man. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I know I ain't going to no quarantine party, I tell you that. Yeah, that's so you crazy. Know? Like, you don't think that shit real? That shit is real, yo. Fear the law said, not funny. Oh man, fear the law. What do you mean? That's a funny ass cake, man. Yeah, that, that is a funny ass cake. cake. <laughs> the Hebrew brother left off, man, the chat. Then he ran yeah, away. Yeah, he ran. He got tired of bit having his head bashed in with simple with simple concepts that he just didn't want to understand. <laughs> Yo, I ain't going front though. That was a that was a nice shot by um Sanchez. He may have won the debate based on that, man. He <laughs> may have shifted my vote. That pushed him over that. the top a little bit in my eyes when he asked him that question. I was just like, I honestly said no one won because they were both arguing from a believer standpoint. Oh no, man. Gorilla Hebrew made a lot of mistakes last night. But yeah, I was I was in the mood. I'm not in the mood to argue. As I said to Sonny the last night. Anybody, if I said, if you notice, they don't call Garfield out. All these people you have on your channel don't, when they call me out, I'll go debate them. Cause they're not gonna call me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not calling nobody out. I'm not calling no Zion out, nobody. Let them call me out and I'll debate them. Simple as that. 
Because now they can't say, oh, Garfield called it a bait, so he go first. That's the strategy they like. So they could pull their Brooklyn magic over your eyes. Nope, it ain't going to work, buddy. It ain't going to work. Oh, boy, say we was a little hard on the beaver. <laughs> Zion, Zion have to go last. If he go, if he go, if he doesn't go last, he gonna lose. If he don't go last, he gonna lose. Cause his argument is full of is full of tricks, trickery, man, trickery. Use one of Unk's words, trickery. No, I'm saying I'm not calling no Hebrews out because they don't want to debate. They always make some sort of excuse. So let them call me out. Oh, you wanted to make golf? He called me out and watch. And not one of them gonna call me out. Watch. Yep. Man. Soon as they call me out, okay, next week, let's go. Yeah, I do remember when I first started listening to you, you were getting hit up by a lot of people for debates. I do want to debate Lord Abba one day, though, about this whole Moabite thingy and um, his his DNA results. Our DNA results are just so similar. It's like, it's like, why is this brother trying to push that he's from somewhere where he's not from? You know? Hey, man, the, the religion is very strong, man. Man. Like, I, I, I can't grasp it. Like, you know, like. Yeah, man, that shit's beyond me. And I remember, man, I can remember when I was, when, when I was like them, though, you feel me? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, we grew up in a, I mean, I, I know y'all hate to admit it, but we grew up in a Western culture and society. And mm -hmm. in society, um, I don't necessarily know anything about Africa that has been uplifted and, um, and taught with some type of level of reverence behind it. Right. And we grew up in schools thinking that Africans just all had bones and lived in their huts and stuff like that. And. So like when you come into your spiritual awakening or your later awakening in life, you have a higher likelihood not to want to associate yourself with that. And you want to find some things um, about other, about culture that you can kind of find a connection to that may be great, that can, um, I guess, uh, uplift you in some type of way. Right, make you feel good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's more, it's more of a self-motivation thing. And, you know, the, real, the realization is, or the reality is that there's tons of amazing things that happen in West Africa. It's just not privy to us. Um, even like our culture, when we was over here in America, they, they, they uh, prohibited, you know, having like having voodoo in the South, you know what I'm saying? Or person pressing voodoo, you know what I'm saying? So you, you have a, this disconnection and this demonization of your indigenous culture and that drives you toward other cultures. It makes you feel like those other things, like, hey, maybe Islam was better than, than us. Maybe Christianity was better than us. And we view Christianity as being something that's strong only because of the political power that pushed it. It wasn't necessarily that that God was um, the best God. They had the best weapons. Right. So they were able to get the best people to follow, or more people to follow them because... They had uh, they had superior technology and science than we did. Um, now the science that we had at that point in time, it was great science. We deal with metallurgy and all that type of stuff. We deal with you know vaccination, well, without vaccination, but inoculations and all that stuff in West Africa. But the issue is the world changed, and we didn't change with the world. The world became a war-driven place, and right now we're still going back to this same. Hey, let's get. We're trying to recreate 
Jesse is 3,000 years old and failed. And, and in those societies, right, they have great things about them. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at West Africa, you can go to the West Africa and find some greatness in there. But leave the, the stuff that's going to that oppress you or keep you mentally enchained behind. If you want to be a Hebrew Israelite, it would be beneficial to you to understand that the world is not flat so you can deal with society. <laughs> or if, if you're going to deal with, you know, a lot of these different belief systems, I get it. I get what people want to do, but golly, man, we got to involve reality and whatever we're trying to do because it's going to, it's going to make you stagnant as a human being. It's going to keep you content in a place where you just satisfied with not having the riches of the earth, but having this idea in your head that makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get the riches when you die. Yeah, I, I, I don't want them. I want the ones here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get out of here, man. I'm going to get out of here and tune in 8 o'clock tonight. Let's watch this debate between these two brothers, two powerful young men, and they're going to go in and out, one dark skin, one light skin. One, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, one light skin, one dark skin, they're going to get it in, the darky versus the lighty. That's all oh, it is. Man. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, I said that. And, um, we gonna, I'm racist as a mother. <laughs> all I'm saying is, Listen, man, text my number, 818-818. Text the, text the words, dagger, so you could be on my text list. Hey, Kaya, you still got that um that free training stuff going on, brother? Yeah, I'll put it in the chat. Hold All on. right, cool. So that's going to be in the text blast, too. We're going to be, bro, we're doing progressive things. I need for you to give me a full report, if you can, on South Fulton. Brother Ali Muhammad running for mayor. I'm going to support the brother. I don't live in Georgia. We need to support I, our own, man. He signs. I live downtown Atlanta. I, I ain't seen none of his signs posted, so I don't know how he's advertising or <laughs> running, but... <laughs> <laughs> he running all right. He running. <laughs> the only signs he has are the ones in his background on, those, on his shots. <laughs> running all right. All right, man. All right, so family and friends, we out of here, man. We had a good... Join us tomorrow. I'll be on probably from about 11 o'clock. We're going to do a review of the debate. Um, well, I got one more question. Go ahead, old boy. Come on, come on, come on. Type, 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 typo, typo, typo. Yeah, Ali Mohammed. He's running for me in South Fulton. Um, and 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 um, and here for Dev guy. I mean, I mean, hey, I'm supporting all my brothers, man. Whatever they doing, and um, if it's, it's helpful to black people, um, I'm I'm with it. <laughs> Stripe said, "Do what?" Oh man! Remember, family. Does mind and body alone? That's it. It's not about no soul, man. I don't know <laughs> nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever, Garfield. I'm not supporting another Donald Trump type of person. All right, I'm out of here, family. Peace and love, man. Thank you, Ankh. Thank you, um, Kyle. Thank you, Sabio. You guys from Georgia, too, bias against Ali Muhammad. I can't deal with y'all right now. So until really? today. <laughs> <laughs> another anti-scientific person in the government, dude. I'm not going to vote that in. <laughs> but what about the option? What about the option? What's the option? I don't know. 
Mm. Man, Ali, first of all, he's not, he just, he just in James. He has a degree in scenes. I'm still trying to figure out where on earth can you get a degree in scenes. I don't know, bro. <laughs> yo, Strife, I'm know. about to block you, yo. He said he can't run an office with Monopoly paper. Oh, Hell no. Man, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it right there, yo. Oh, man. Yo, Ali mm. Muhammad got the cure for death. I'm voting for him, man. Y'all are haters. <laughs> Y'all ain't got that cure. You ain't got it, Unc. You ain't got it, Kyle. You ain't got it, Sabio. Y'all yeah. are haters. Y'all ain't got the cure for death, man. Mm -mm. Come on, man. Um, he gonna man. kill the city, yo. So if he win, yo, if he win, what is he whole, gonna do to that community, the whole, yo? The whole city dead. The whole city is beyond, yo. He gonna herb him out. Yo, look what look what I see you nine right. He said he don't care about the option. He knows he not with Ali. Hater. <laughs> 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 hey, hey Garfield, the kicker is he's like he's running in a hotbed. Like that's the area of the highest concentration of COVID cases. And his brother only think it's real. He think it's five. Yeah, right. I think he he's just trying it, to he, get the money. I think he's yeah. just taking the money, bro. He's taking it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, brother. All right. Let's they're hey see y'all later, man, in the chat. They're gonna and pull go on that video and kill him. He's done. Gorilla okay, Hebrew who versus Sanchez got almost 20,000 views already, family. Jeez. We know who's winning. We know who's winning right now. I've been telling y'all yeah. pseudoisms has been winning, but hey, Sanchez, my man, though, at least he be bringing us, he, he'll bring us on, though, on his panel. A lot of these pseudos won't even bring us on their channel. Yeah, he bring us on, eh? Yeah, he'll bring yeah. us on there anytime, yep. Anytime. All right. All right, family. So peace and love, man. We out. Peace. peace.